start into this puppy. I'll go ahead and do a lore dump, and uh, yeah, we'll just go ahead and uh, crank on into it from there. Has any of you guys played Descent into Avernus before? This will be the first time for everybody. We're all virgins, so this is going to be a real awkward orgy. Okay. Where's the volcano? I need to make a few sacrifices before we begin. Oh, you'll have an opportunity to throw people in lava before we're out. Don't you fret. Flip, flip, flip. Flip, 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 flip. Welcome to Baldur's Gate, a veritable nest of rats and vipers clinging to the rocky slopes overlooking the Chiumthar River. From their high perches in the upper city, the local nobles, known as the Patriarchs, gained down with veiled contempt upon the common rabble of the grimy lower city, with hue, with, uh, which hugs the foggy harbor. The whole of Baldur's Gate reeks of blood, crime, and opportunity. One can easily fathom why pirates and traders are drawn to this place like flies to a carcass. Following the river farther to the east would eventually lead you to El Torel, capital of the holy land Eldergard. Or at least, that was the case until a few days ago. The flood of refugees from El Torel has gotten worse since the news first arrived that the city has fallen. Everyone is saying Baldur's Gate is next, but no one truly knows who or what has claimed El Torel. The Patriarchs pay for a mercenary army called the Flaming Fist to protect their interests in Baldur's Gate, and by extension the city itself. The Flaming Fist has gained even more power since their charismatic leader, Uldor Ravengard, claimed the title of Grand Duke a few years ago. Apparently, Ravengard is missing, though. In his absence, the Flaming Fist has sealed the city gates to staunch the flow of refugees. No one is allowed in or out. Uh, and this was written pre-quarantine, so... The prior patriarchs pay a mercenary up that already did that. All of this was brought to your attention shortly after you were drafted into the mercenary armor uh, to help defend the city. Your orders are to speak with Captain Zodge at the Basilisk Gate, which pierces the city's eastern wall and takes its name from the various statues that rest in the niches and perched atop its battlement. Unseen beyond the sealed Basilisk Gate, a dirt road stretches through the outer city slums to a bridge known as Wyrum's Crossing, then to the distant realms beyond. Dozens of Flaming Fist soldiers are trying to control an angry mob of commoners, eager to leave the city. Armed with only a vague description of Captain Zodge, a tall man with long black hair and a leather eye patch, it takes you a while to find him. While you're, uh, you're making your way towards this uh, gate, you're from the... Uh, you're working your way towards the outer uh, city from the inside towards the gate and essentially when you get there you see a giant riot in progress there's a throng of people all trying to get out of the gate and then on the other side of the gate there's obviously just masses and masses of refugees trying to get into the city uh, they're currently waiting in the slums and as you guys pull up you see uh, a tall man with long black hair and a leather eye patch um, there's a fight breaking out, and you see this guy just wade in, dive into the fray, and just start throwing out punches. Do we already know each other? 
you all are uh, essentially a bunch of ragtag uh, mercenaries from your own separate paths that just kind of met up and were drafted by this mercenary army. So you're in the city and everything's going to shit and essentially you're all standing next to each other and you're told to go meet up with Zaj. Kind of just like a guard comes up to your group as you're all standing. He's like, you, you five. Wait, only four of you. You four, go meet Captain Zodge. You're being drafted. And essentially, you look over and you see just a guy diving into this crowd of people, laying them out. Can I get Sorry, a I'm still running like... start? Yes, you can. A turtle, a very row, a low running start. Actually, you know, go ahead. Uh, you know, Ugwe, why don't you go ahead and take the first roll? Give me a. Uh, <laughs> uh, what would be appropriate? An athletics check for the turtle, or no? It'd probably be a dexterity check. Like a, a dex save or dex. Dexterity check to see how how fast you're going in your running start. I'm picturing in my head you're practically in slow motion. Uh, so, jokes, I got a 15 plus 1. Alright, alright, so you're moving. Yeah, you're, you're, uh... Every... As, as I get closer to this crowd with my movement, can I flip into my shell form and do, like, a spin move into the majority of the crowd? Yeah, absolutely. I'm gonna say that's gonna hit because you're jumping into a crowd with a pretty good jump. Go ahead and give me a, uh, uh, WWE Smackdown roll. Uh, yeah, you're gonna hit, so just roll for damage. What 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 would damage on that be? Be a melee attack. With what? There's not an actual. I okay, then why'd you say that? <laughs> Unarmed strike. Why not? That sounds cool. Unarmed strike, which I believe is a D4. Yeah, I'll just do a D4 plus my strength modifier. I got a one. That is four damage. Yeah, so you dive into this crowd, knock at least three or four people over, and they're they can't they're pinned. They can't get you off you. I'm gonna stay in my shell. Just sit there. Okay, okay. So you you continue to pin these people down. Zaj glances down at you and gives you a nod and continues to just start knocking one person down after the other. This guy's quite a boxer. He's got he's got some lightning fists. Right, eventually after a while the crowd just realizes they're all gonna get their ass beat if they stay and they start to disperse. These are you know, merchants, these are, you know, people that are trying to do business and reopen the economy. You know, it's really people just trying to get a haircut and get their dog's nails clipped. It's not essential services, so to speak. So they're trying to make their their way out just in their, their own head. And, you know, essentially it's not worth it at this point. So they slunk away defeated. Captain Zaj comes up to you and and uh, addresses you, uh, Agwe. Well, that's, uh, appreciate the help there, friend. Uh, mighty fine of you, appreciate it. Uh, um, now, let, let me help you up. And he reaches out a hand to kind of just try and, and he's kind of confused. He's not sure if you're, like, going to come out of your shell or, like, how to help I you up. Kind of poke my head out. I'm like, no problem, Mr. Zodge, but I could help you. And then I would like to just fully extend out and back onto my feet. 
He helps you up and he gives you a pat on the back. Well, fine to meet you. What's your name? I'm Captain Zodge of the Flaming Fists. My name is Ugwe, distant cousin of the famous Ugwe. Ugwe? Ugwe, Ugwe. Where, where do I know that name? That's familiar. <laughs> From my tribe, don't worry about it. Oh, yeah, that's strange. Because I've heard that before. All right, yeah, well, uh... I'll tell you, the refugee crisis has uh, uh, stroked fears in the Baldur's Gate. Might suffer the same fate as El Terrell. Nope. You know, only a matter of time before our own citizens are made refugees. If you ever get a big crowd of people, and you get me a slingshot, I will do whatever you need. Well, we got this uh, famous scientist, Archimedians. You know, he's working on this tortle-sized uh, slingshot, kind of... I mean, I thought it was a bit wild, but, you know, you might want to talk to him. It's a pretty interesting idea, really. Check out Archimedian. Maybe I could be your next secret weapon. But, uh, I'm getting off the top of, um, you know, to tell you, this, this El Jarrell thing's got to be worried, though. Apparently, there's nothing left of a city but a hole in the ground. That sounds absolutely foolish. Nobody except a very powerful being could do that. Look, it's just a rumor. I, I think these uh, guys are telling a tall tale myself. These crazy refugees are just trying to get their way into the city. But, you know, I, I do have concerns because, you know, Grand Duke, older, he was on a, a mission to El Turel, a diplomatic mission, and it vanishes. I, that can't be coincidence. The, the city just doesn't vanish into a hole in the ground as our leader is there. This is too much to be a coincidence. And frankly, I think it's war. Whatever you say. What did you need us for again? And I point to the rest of the party as I say us. Well, I'll get to the brass tacks. The Knights of Eltegard call themselves the Hellriders. A few of them escaped the destruction and think they're somehow to blame, and that they think that we are somehow to blame for Eltegard's downfall. What a bunch of self-righteous assholes, am I right? I suppose so. We're arresting them on site, but that's left us short-handed to deal with another problem, and for that problem, I need your help. Baldur's Gate has long been plagued by followers of the Dead Three, the gods Bane, Baal, and Mercurial. I thought we'd wiped them out, but apparently not. These purveyors of fear and death are taking advantage of the current crisis to commit murder sprees throughout the city. As my appointed deputies in this matter, you, 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 and you, you'll have license to kill these wretches on sight. Find their lair, wipe them out, eliminate anyone who gets in your way, and don't worry about the collateral damage. Kill them all, goddammit. If you do what I say, I'll see that you each receive 200 gold pieces in addition to my gratitude, which is worth considerably more. A few blocks from the Basilisk Gate is the Elfsong Tavern. A spy named Tarina hangs out there, gathering rumors for the guild. And she owes me a favor, so... Tell her you work for me, ask her what she knows about the Dead Three, and for the love of Balderon, be nice. Tiarina is a dangerous friend. Thank you, well. Get the hell out of here, I gotta crack some more of these heads outside the gate. And you kind of see him move over to this gate, and 
open up it's like a oh. two layer gate he opens up one steps into the entrance and then opens up the outer gate and just starts wading into the conflict outside the gate wait wait pardon me zog yeah. nah. i still i still have these two people under my feet what would you want me to do with them no they, they don't seem important i mean they haven't bribed me so fuck them uh is that execute them yeah sure whatever i'll get rid of you have I, the I, authority to kill anyone and everyone you deem necessary. Now, if you think they're part of the Dead 3 conspiracy, I'm going to look the other way. I would like to kill them both. Uh, the the two people under that you're pinning down? What, what, what do they look like? Do they look like they have money? Uh, one of them is like an older gentleman, probably in his like late 60s, early 70s, kind of just like a humble merchant. Looks like he's got like a bag full of something, and then the uh, other one is probably his wife, another older lady. Uh, I'm like, you yeah. know what? I'm... Seen... Sorry, I'll let you go. No, I, was, I was gonna say, if she tries to kill him, I'm gonna stop him. Well, uh... you see him looking down menacingly, and uh, Captain Zodger's like, "Yeah, go ahead and kill him." Uh, you know what? I won't. But senior citizens pass. I want that bag. You got this, sir. But, but uh, get off of me. You can't have my things. What are you doing? Why, I'm just trying to sell my goods outside of the city to the refugee crisis. I'm trying to help them. I don't care about the refugees. What's in the bag? It's just it's just some provisions. It's just some humble bread and water. I was going to give it out to the refugees at a very reasonable price. Prove it, and what's the price? Oh, well, I figured, you know, since they don't have any other opportunity, perhaps a gold piece or two. Okay, and what's, and I ask him to open the bag. You open the bag, and it is like some of the, like, it's clear this is like three-day-old bread that they were going to, like, throw out. Like, it's moldy. There is no water. It's just essentially, like, garbage. Right, I, I think we have better things I... to do here than uh, argue about bread. You're right. I'm sorry. What you yes, yes, listen to him. Get off of me, please. Let me go. I take the uh, bag of bread as I leave, though. No, come back. Gods, wait, no, somebody help me. Hey, he's stealing my bread. I'm saying, uh, I, I tell you, let, let him keep the bread. It's not like we're going to eat it. Okay. Just give him the bread. I it's pretty pathetic at this point. No one's also, laughing. <laughs> the man I takes mean, his bread and falls to his knees and starts shoving it in his mouth, crying. Thank, thank you for my bread. Thank you. Thank you so much. This is all I have. This makes me very sad. I just, I just walk away. I, I just now like finished setting up my character. I had no idea what's even going on since then. <laughs> I still kind of don't. So, Agwe, do you return to the group uh, and uh, inform them of, of your assignment to visit the Elf uh, Song Tavern? We were standing by him when it happened, right? I believe so you were close we? enough. Uh, yeah, if actually we can go around the table and give everyone's character names, that would help me out a lot. I guess I'll go first. I'm uh, August. I'm a tiefling wizard. <laughs> Uh, I am a wood elf monk. My name is unpronounceable because I just randomized till I got that, so just call me Y. 
I probably have the easiest to pronounce, to pronounce name, and it's pretty out of place in the setting, but it's half-arc barbarian, Avian. Avian, why and... Oh, it's Adrian. Like, Adrian. Like, Adrian. With a D, I got it. Adrian, and then we have Y, and we have August. Yeah, you can pronounce it. I mean, give it a try, but... Your MIC is Zaxroth? Again, I don't know. I, I do the it's same thing. It's just easy. Yeah. So, Ugway, and I'll say uh, why as well, as he was close enough to witness the encounter with Zodge, kind of waddle back up to the group and rejoin, and you all are together once again. I, uh, so. Follow Ugway to the tavern, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I would like to head over to the Archimedes guy. I'm gonna be like, uh, the, the raw guy told me about this man, Archimedes, that had a tortoise-sized slingshot. Uh, I'm gonna go check him out if you guys want to go explore the tavern. That works. Yeah. Splitting right, the party, session one. Already, I yeah, like this. <laughs> this is a great idea. That's this is always best, a great start. Best idea, so... You three, uh, <laughs> you guys make your way over to the Elfsong Tavern and you step inside and from the outside it's a pretty humble establishment. You know nothing that, you see nothing that distinguishes it and you step inside and you're immediately greeted by the comfort of the place. It's very warm, not overly hot, but you, mention, you immediately feel a sense of stress and lightness as you step in. There is uh, some very light flute music and uh, a very relaxed atmosphere as you step inside the threshold. Alright, so y'all wanna look for the guy the captain told us to watch? Did he tell us like what he looks like at all? He told right. you that there was a spy, or he told uh, Ugwe, uh, that there was a spy named Tiorino that might know more about the Dead Three's activities, as she was a thief, a uh, part of the guild. I would have relayed this to the party. Does anyone, uh, as I like take a like a scan around the bar, does anyone look uh, any, like sort of sketchy looking? You look around the bar. Go ahead and give me a uh, not a spot hidden check, a perception check. All right. Just glancing around the bar, you see. Uh, uh, like Do you a... have um, like Avery or whatever on Discord? Oh, uh, do you, should I, should I just like roll my actual dice on my table? Hang on, let me get them out. Yeah, roll actual dice. I mean, I, or... I'm not like in the, pro I'm not in the thing since like, I don't even know how to use it. And I also didn't, yeah, whatever. <laughs> you thought you had a bad um, so I was not prepared all... at all for this. I just finished my character and I didn't expect us to like start before I was even done. But, uh, I know what's going on, so. So are we all rolling a perception then for this? If you'd like, go ahead. I'm yeah, not um, I'm just gonna roll on roll 20 then, so. I rolled 15. 21. Uh, 3. 21, Jesus. So you all look around and you see that there is... There's nothing sketchy, there's nothing odd going on. It's a very, like, uh, your first impressions upon walking in, there is... There is, um... There's nothing out of place. However, you do see uh, 
August, the path up to the stairs, the path is well-worn. So whatever is going on upstairs is, uh, is, a, is a happening joint. It's very popular. I'm going to walk upstairs and take a look around. This place is half brothel, isn't it? No, no, it's definitely not. So, uh, as you guys come into the place, uh, one of the uh, waiters, whose name is Orlik, kind of comes up to you and intercepts you before you make it over to the stairs, and he's uh, and he greets you with a hand on your shoulder. He's like, "Howdy, friend. Uh, good to meet you. Welcome to the Elf Song Tavern. How can we help you?" Ah, uh, good morning. Morning. Well, uh, we're actually um. Here, just uh, looking for somebody. Yeah, who are you looking for? Maybe I can help. Someone with relations to the guild. His eyes narrow at that. Well, the guild, huh? Uh, well, you know, I gotta understand we're uh, an upscale establishment here at the Elfsong Tavern. We're above board. We pay our dues to the guild, uh, but, you know, nothing beyond that. We're just trying to stay on the right side. Well, we have no affiliations with it. We're just looking for someone, so... If you know anything, we'd like to hear it. Well, maybe I can help you. What are you looking for? What's that fucking guy's name again? <laughs> uh, it's a girl. I forgot her name, though. Right? Uh, it's... Yeah, again, I forgot her name. Yeah, too much information. Tarina. Tarina is her name. It's fine. Uh, yeah, Tarina. Tarina. Go ahead and roll a uh, persuasion check. See if you can convince this guy. Help you out. Who here has the fucking... <laughs> Uh, I'm talking to him, whatever. You're talking to him. I have a minus one in persuasion. I can't really yeah. do much unless I can like intimidate him from the background and persuasively. You could you could definitely uh, assist with an intimidation. I'll give him advantage. I rolled that. 15. All right. All right. I'll assist. Guess we'll 15. Will 15 is success. I'll say yeah. That's probably only needed a 12 for that. Oh. Well, even with my minus one, I got a nat 20, so it would have been a 19. Alright, with that, his eyes go up to Arena. Well, as it happens, she's upstairs now. Uh, go ahead and walk through the tables upstairs to the back room and knock three times. They'll open the door. Uh, by the way, are we, like, doing this and, like... Are we like going to like fuck her up, or are we just like trying to find her and like get her to help us with something? <laughs> like, are we like recruiting her, or are we like fighting? You he said she worked for the guild, so it's best not to try that. Yeah, uh, I don't know what's going on. Is what I'm saying. I said we're going to ask her for a favor about information on the three, three death steps people. All right. Well, let's go upstairs then. Uh, uh, he said mention his name and she'll give him stuff because, uh. He, she owes him a favor. Alright. So you guys make your way upstairs, and immediately upon uh, breaking level with the, uh, with the floor, there are two tables that you see, and immediately six people at each table, twelve in total, all look over at you, and the room stops. After about one second, two seconds of tense silence, Everything returns back to normal. People are laughing and clink, uh, drinks clink, and they're you know, playing, playing cards again. And you guys finish coming into the room and start making your way back to the back door. At which point you see uh, a closed door at the back of this room. Uh, you are led to believe that Tiarina is inside. 
Yeah, I'll walk towards the door and open it. It's locked. You try and open it, it is locked. Hmm. Uh, I'll try to I'll knock it. three times. Uh, yeah, just a second. As you knock three times, uh, door swings open, and you see a private game in the back. I'll try to say as quietly as I can. Is Tarina here? One of the uh, people at the table kind of lifts up her head at that and uh, uh, looks at you and addresses you. Yeah, who's asking? I'm asking. And who the hell are you? She stands up out of her chair. Here's that, what's, that, what's that guard's name again? I already forgot all the names. <laughs> Zodj. Captain Zodj. Zodj sent us. She stiffens at that and she doesn't lower her guard at all. Yeah, what do you send you here for? You tell him I'll pay him when I have the money. We're here about the gates. Gates? I don't know anything about any gates. You know, why don't you get the hell out of here? I'm trying to play a simple game of Baldur's Bones, and I don't need you amateurs messing up my biggest gamble. I'm going to ride high on this for months, and you fools are fucking this up for me. And you all look down, and there is a massive pool in the middle of this table. There's just chips and jewelry and pearls and gems. There's loose diamonds on the table. It's just like quite a haul. Ask her about three death steps. Uh, that, that, the, uh, well, there's two guards at the smaller table here, and, uh, there are, there's a dealer and then two people sit at the table and then three open chairs, and the guard oh, kind of, yeah, the guard kind of steps up and says, uh, says to your party, you know, if you guys aren't playing, uh, I'm gonna have to ask you to go. Uh, we're here to ask about the three dev steps. I understand you might have business, and if you want to continue that business, I suggest you sit down and play. I'd actually like to ask them what the qualifications for playing are. Like, is there anything we need to do beforehand, or can we just sit down? Simple buy-in, friend. Ten gold around. No limit. Well, I suggest we you wait downstairs. Well, I can leave and then have Zodge come back if you want. It's your business, friend. I ask him if I can uh, give weapons or anything else in particular instead of gold. What would you have in mind? Oh, would a hand axe be worth the equivalent because I have two? He uh, holds out his hand. Hand him over. He uh, takes the weapon and looks down the hilt. He's trying to see, like, if it's straight. He tests the sharpness of the blade, runs his thumb over it, cuts himself a little bit. Ah, damn it. Starts sucking on his thumb. Yeah, yeah, this that's, 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 that's more than enough. Go ahead and buy her in. And uh, as you sit down at the table, they push over a pretty sizable uh, stack of chips over to you. Um, why are you sitting down, or are you you're heading downstairs? Uh, he said I have to... Get Zodge. Alright, and then, um... No, I was asking, what he... I, I said I was gonna get Zodge instead, what he said. He dismissed you. He said, that's your business, Ram. Alright, then I, I go to get Zodge. Alright. Uh, so then there's one more person in the room that I'm forgetting about. That would be me. Uh, I'll just watch her play, I guess. They watch you sit down at the table, and people smirk 
as in like they don't approve. Uh, they show their disapproval, but they do not. They don't force you from the room. They understand that you know sometimes people sit in to watch for cheaters, and that they assume that's what you are. And with that, they're going to start another round of betting. Uh, a moment or two goes by, and then Tiarina eventually pulls in the giant pot to herself, and she's going to continue playing. You look across the table as well, and the dealer seems to be sweating a bit, a little a few beads of sweat. It seems like he's really taking, uh, she's really taking the house for a ride, and they're not too happy about it. Do I know she's cheating or in, in any way, or is she like actually playing this the way it's supposed to be played? Hmm. Well, uh, go ahead. We're gonna do a round. I need you to roll two d six, and uh, let me know what you get. I will do the same. Are we all doing this, or just her? Six. Just her. She's the only one playing. Six. <laughs> Got a nine. So you're going to have to roll again. Uh, one die. One. Seven. So in this game, Baldur's Bones, you're trying to get seven or eleven. So you just won. So you're gonna. Oh, great. So go ahead and put in, uh, put down twenty gold. So you put in ten, and now you've taken uh, twenty gold. So she kind of looks up and smirks. Beginner's luck, huh? You believe these? Uh, you believe these amateurs just walk in and they have the best fortune? So you're looking for me? More or less. And why were you looking for me, dear? Because Zod is offering us money. <laughs> Interesting. I haven't oh. dealt with Zod for a while. Uh, have I found anything uh, relating to Archimedes? Maybe. We'll come back to you. Okay. Yeah, Zodge. You know, I haven't seen him since he was trying to put in, uh, in the take with me on uh, another job I had, but things went south and he felt like he was entitled to more of the split than we decided to give him. I'm gonna go get a drink real quick. Cool. Also, the specifics are none of my business, and it's not a personal thing for me to be really interested in. I'm only here to find her and bring her back. Everything else is irrelevant to me and has nothing to do with me. Interesting. So just a mercenary for the captain, I see. Well, I should let you know, I'll take all of your money before abandoning you here. I won't go willingly. Well... We Willingly or not, you're coming back. Keep in mind uh, that you were asked by Zodge to uh, meet this person as a contact of information and ask her if she knew anything about the Dead Three, the cult that has been committing uh, a series of murder sprees around town. Yeah, too. I, I only I only just now remember that because way too much information came at me. No, I did a Lord Dump, and that. yeah. I've never I've never done a campaign that's like gone by this fast. <laughs> Might make it easier to do then. I'm sorry. What's that, August? Make things easier. I said I never I never did a campaign that's like gone by this fast, so I barely know like any of the information here. <laughs> Gotta pay attention, dude. I take notes. I mostly doodle, but I do technically take notes. 
Let's go ahead and do another round, shall we? As she uh, pushes in 20 gold into the pot, she's trying to get back the money she lost to you and then yours. Oh, wow. All right. Go ahead and roll 2d6. I rolled a six. Eight. You rolled eight. All right. I'm going to roll one more dice and push it, see if I can get a seven. I got a 12. Three. Three plus eight is 11. You win. So you oh. have 40 gold. Yeah, seven and 11 is how you win this game. Uh, I guess it's like craps. I haven't played craps, but I hear that's those are good numbers in craps. At this point, she seems to be getting a little peeved. Like she's watching her massive stack of chips dwindle away. She was doing so well until you got here and she's starting to smirk and glower at your direction. What did I miss? Much? I mean, you aren't in the room, so it's you didn't miss much, but you're just gambling. Oh, oh nice. Well, dear, if there's anything I can do to get you off of this table, you would let me know, wouldn't you? I would, yes. And there is something. Oh, well, and pray tell. Information. Oh, information. Well, now you've come into a realm I can deal. And how can I help you? What information can I provide? Real quick, I did ask her for this info when we first walked in i um uh either uh i'll pretend that she was ignoring you but honestly i don't remember no yeah i, I asked and he, the dude said i had to play so i just left the room oh yeah okay yeah, yeah well she didn't want to tell you because you weren't she wanted to take your money mm -hmm. uh, she's not stupid all right, she pushes another 10 in uh, to the middle of the table. I'm going to try to smirk at her a bit and ask why she's getting so hesitant now. thought she was going to take my money. How dare you? I'll have you know that slow and steady wins the race. I am not losing my nerve. Sounds like it. Definitely squints and throws you a glare. I'll just return her glare with a cheerful that. smile and put in my tin as well. Alright, go ahead and roll him. I rolled a four. Seven. Wow, she just is getting irate, really starting to lose her composure, and she like moves the chair a little bit with the wood on wood. She's like, Arr! How about that information? Yes, anything. I'll ask her about the dead three and the other things. That... No, I guess I'll just start off with the dead three because I don't know how much she's willing to give up at this point. At this point, she is just dying to get rid of you and get you off. She feels like you are bad luck and that you have placed a curse on her. And she is just uh, more than willing to give you everything you need. She says... Several blocks to the northwest of here is a public bathhouse with walled gardens and frolicking nymphs carved into the front gate. Followers of the Dead Three have been seen coming and going from the bathhouse, and I'm told that there's a secret door inside that leads to a dungeon. 
That's where the killers of the Dead 3 are hiding. But you didn't hear it from me. Now, if you would please get the hell off my table, you've destroyed... You've destroyed my entire year worth of good luck. This is... You don't know what you've done to me. I'll accept the information. I suppose she wouldn't lie about it now, but... And before you go, what... Dare I ask, what is your name so I know who to avoid? I don't even I say anything. I'm already walking downstairs. I simply go by Adrian. Pleasure, Adrian. She says really, really dry smile on that. Want to play another round, just for good time's sake. Oh, she's seeing me again. She jumps up and starts grabbing all the uh, the loot in the piles. Runner's <laughs> like, no, no, I'm done. I don't even care anymore. I can't even believe this is happening. I am going. Thank you very much for the company in the games. Goodbye, Alfrons. Goodbye, George. I will see you later in the... And she is just completely beyond herself. She's co totally lost her composure. It was a pleasure. <laughs> She's almost foaming at the mouth at this point. I'm just going to chuckle softly to myself and take what little I did earn from this game and go back to the others to relay the information. Oh my goodness. Ugway, are you around? He's still by the uh, I am. Archimedes guy, right? Yeah, I want to go check out this Archimedes turtle launcher thing. Ugway, you wander around the city for what seems to be an undeterminable amount of time. The sun is passing over you, you're getting hot. It's almost like you're going in circles. Go ahead and give me a history check or... Uh, what did I take for this? History or? Yeah, just like a history check. It's just a general knowledge of the city. I'll take a plus two. I got a 14. Right, with a 14, yeah, it's a, yeah, you're going to pass. You go down to the ship wharf and you're speaking with the, the dock warden. Would I know him because I am a pirate? That's your, you're hitting up your piratey contacts and you're talking with the shipmaster and he is aware of this Archimedium scientist and he says that it is not actually in the city currently that this wizard travels between both Baldur's Gate and a city, Candlekeep. And currently the wizard is in Candlekeep working on another of his inventions. Uh, I appreciate you. I should probably go catch up with my fellows. It was nice seeing you again. Oh, it was good seeing you too, mate. Now you come back here. Would, would you happen to have any food? I'm quite hungry, as always. Get the fuck out of here. You believe you think this is a free... Jeez, oh, totals. You believe these fake... Fucking Christ. That he goes back to like his work. He's uh, clearly very busy. He's got like uh, a bunch of parchments and uh, a bunch of people like coming in and out, and he's weighing things. He's doing the dock master's job, like as you're talking to him and you're as, pumping up for information. As I'm walking away, I just kind of want to casually shoot an arrow, like kind of maybe ruffling his parchment or severing a line. Hmm. Good. And give me a stealth check. Oh no. Could <laughs> be over. <laughs> Ooh, okay. It's not the worst thing. I got a natural one. 
Oh dear. Well, this side adventure just got a little longer. <laughs> Please don't hurt me. Nah, that's fine. You're going to take a little damage, but I'm going to say you miss uh, shooting him, and it doesn't go... It doesn't go into him. It doesn't hurt him. It just goes right over his head, and you don't notice. Uh, he does not notice, but you're so concerned with uh, your mistake, and you so sure that you almost shot this poor dwarf in the back of the head that you're not looking where you're going and you walk off the pier into the water oh well that's fine i can be underwater for an hour splash Sploosh. probably a big sploosh. sploosh you make your way back to the elf song tavern and rejoin the group yeah i would like to kind of be like tasty uh and i would like to go find the group all right Feel lucky that I actually like your total character, because that could have gone badly for you. <laughs> I have 12 hit points, please. So as you walk back into the tavern, uh, it's just the uh, pretty much the same time as um, Adrian walks back down the stairs, and you're all rejoining the group. Uh, what happened? Did you guys get the information? Archimedes is out of town right now. We did, we did. Alright, well, I'm here to serve. Yeah, I think you were the only one worried about the Turtle launcher. Yeah, I Archimedes wasn't here. Although maybe later tonight we could go steal it, but let's go deal with I, these three death step people first. I think we're we're walking now, right? Sure, you guys head out of the bathhouse and you start making your way over from the Elf Song Tavern up to the bathhouse. Right, I wanna keep arguing with uh Uguay on the way. The, there's no point in the turtle launcher, you know. It doesn't really... But it would look me. really fucking cool. What would it... Yeah, it would, it would. You would hit a wall or something, like... I might, able... if you aimed me bad. You're, it's like a catapult, right? No, no, I think Archimedes has designed it just for turtles. Uh, yeah, you but... know I can go into my shell, right? Yeah, but still, why would... Why would you, we need to throw you at somebody? And how would that work? We'd have to stroll it into like a battlefield or something. It would do a considerable amount of damage on impact, and then once they come out from their shell, they can start doing things melee. Yeah, no, I, I, I could hurt people. Yeah, yeah, but it's like a miniature catapult, right? Or so I imagine he would make it, he, he sounds like a very smart designer, I imagine he'd make it so it could be packed around and moved easily for turtles. Yeah, but how likely do you think it is somebody's going to stand there and let you hit them with it? Oh, with well, I'd, I'd, I'd let one of you pull it back, and once I got hit everybody for, like, 2d8 damage, who knows, man, uh, then I would pop out and slap them with my axe. I don't, I don't know what 2d8 damage is, but, uh, <laughs> again, I don't I don't know how you would hit them. It's a, it's a slingshot, right? Well, you would aim me, and if you missed, I wouldn't hit them. It seems very simple to me. We'd have to pull your heavy ass back and they'd just be looking at us doing this. Well, we could always have thing. somebody fending off the enemies. Or we could be far enough back that shooting them is a win-win situation. Either they hit the enemy or they get close enough to the enemy to hit them themselves. Yeah, no, it's it's a win-win. Just tortoise this, for life, man. This seems like a highly impractical system. I think it would work perfectly, and you'd have a fine turtle man. This seems like a really unfunny joke. 
I've been fucking dying. I think this is hilarious. <laughs> I'm really trying to figure out how this launcher works. Just because... Well, I don't know how it works. Don't ask me. I'm not smart. You can go ahead and roll a uh, either an intelligence. I'd accept just like a straight intelligence roll. Or a history roll. If you want to know more about Archimedes. So you've heard... So was that intelligence or Arch uh, history? Uh, it was intelligent, so it would be eight. So you know that uh, that there are some slings and some trebuchets and other methods of launching uh, things over vast distances, but turtles specifically, boy, that's wild. Can I make an intelligence check? Damn straight, you can. Uh, so it would be plus two. I didn't do much better. I got a nine. So while uh, while you don't have a much deeper grasp on how this device might work, you launch into a lengthy explanation of like the different physics and mechanics and the different theories about how turtle launching is done properly and the the spin and trajectory and how it's. Uh... <laughs> and that's as... all things we would know in our time. Honestly, I can just imagine a naval warship just filled with turtles, and they're like, Get in the turtle cannons! It's just a line of turtles being fired at you. Never run out of bullets. Just swim on back. And as yeah, you guys right. are uh, elaborating on your turtle, uh, turtle weaponry, uh, you all arrive at the bathhouse. <laughs> so the bathhouse that you arrive at is a one-story stuccoed building with stained glass windows and a clay roof tiles. Ten-foot-tall walls enclose a large courtyard outside the southeast corner of the building. The closed wooden doors to the courtyard are engraved with images of smiling nymphs dancing and frolicking in the water. I feel discomfort. Is it just the door or these gates something? We just walk in? So it's a public bathhouse, and, you know, I understand you Americans don't know about this, but since I'm a, a rich, cultured uh, one percenter, I have traveled... No, I'm kidding. Uh, so a public bathhouse is essentially where people... No, no I, I know what that is. I, I, yeah. You said we were looking at the Nymphs Rollicking. You said that was the door, though, right? Right, so just... the entryway. So there are doors, but they're open, and they are intricately carved with these nymphs, and they're frolicking, and a very uh, beautiful fae. Uh, depiction. Okay, then I just walk in. Ooh. Oh, brave man. They pull up the right map. Oh, man. My tokens disappeared. I'm still learning fantasy ground, so thank you for your patience. You guys walk on in there, and you see in front of you three separate pools, one in front of you and one to your left and right. You also see, as you walk in, uh, two private rooms, one to the right of the backmost pool and one to the left. And I go uh, sit in the bath. Yes, you may. And as you go to sit in the bath, the real pleasantness of this place really strikes you. Feel yourself relax as the warm water envelops your muscles and really loosens you up. 
The L-shaped courtyard features a trimmed lawn and nicely manicured shrubberies, and the yard is decorated with white marble benches and stone foundations, each in which a form a smiling nymph tipping a jug that spills water into the circular basins that you just entered. The walls of uh, the nymphs, they're not, no, they're mostly not naked. The they got the, the huh? us, you said we walked into the bath. Are we naked now? That's up to you. Oh. I'm kind of always naked as a turtle. Yeah. But you got your shield and stuff, I guess. I got my I shield, but I, I don't wear armor. Speaking of which, does anybody want an extra set of leather? Because I had to take that, but I don't really need it. Unarmored defense. Okay. I think you. I think, uh. My bad. I'm not proficient, main. so I don't need it. Oh, okay, so no one can wear it. I have it. mage armor, so I don't need it. <laughs> Alright, just checking. Making sure we're all chilling. Um, so. can I go to the private room off to the right? I just. I wouldn't know why you'd want to go into that particular room, but okay. So you make your way over into the room on the right, and you open the door, and you see a massage table in there. And other than that, uh, the walls of the whole chamber as you pass through are about 20 feet high, and they're adorned with uh, frescoes of bathing royalty. And you open the uh, door, and it's much uh, decorated in the same way. Natural light streams through the stained glass windows and creates colorful patterns on the tiles of polished blue marble that cover the floor. Um, and yeah, that's what you see. It's uh, another uh, pretty apparent that this is used for uh, massages for clients that come in here. Maybe they'll meet a masseuse here and uh, you know relax and get some muscles beaten, uh, some knots beaten out. I'd like to start looking around, putting my hands against the entirety of the walls, floors, just looking. Wisdom check, please. Wisdom, okay. Also take a perception check. Uh, I believe that's what I was supposed to ask for. Two? Perception. I'm Wisdom sorry? or perception? Uh, uh, perception check, please. 16. 16. So with that, you see uh, over by one of the statues, it's, uh, it's almost like there's a, a thin line going through the arm, and it's... It's almost worn in uh, one spot, as if someone is pressing on it. I would like to press on it. As you do, you kind of press on the arm of this nymph, and it slowly lowers down. And as that happens, the stone-on-stone -stone sound of grating doorway opens up, and a, a trap door reveals a stairway down below the bathhouse. Interesting. Hmm. I'd like to go down the stairs. I'm sure the rest of the party members were alerted by the stone on stone sound, so... Yeah, we'll go down there, too. I'll follow. Alright, you all follow Adrian down into the dungeon. Welcome to the Dungeon of the Dead Three. And with that, we're going to take a quick five-minute break. So everyone go piss, get water, and then we'll be back here. Thank God, I can actually get my character <laughs> sheet like in working order now. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. All right. I did, like, I did not expect to start before I, I even had like my spells like prepared. <laughs> oh, good, man. Five-minute break. Be back here. Okay.
Oh and yeah, my. sorry for being like unprepared. I really didn't expect us to start like immediately. That's <laughs> all here. good, dude. Uh, like I don't even know what spells I'm gonna take. Like. No, I'm feel you have free. It harder because you chose a wizard. I I made just made a character now, but I, it was easy enough. I just rolled and then uh made a typical monk. Yeah, well, like I, I okay. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You have to you have to pick spells and stuff, so it's a lot harder. Yeah. Oh boy. So we got everyone back. How are we doing? Where's Adrian in her way? She, she's on a call right now. Yeah, she said if she's not back, start without her. Alright, we'll go ahead and start moving through this dungeon. So you guys make your way down these stairways and the water is running down the walls. Clearly, not everything is well maintained as above as it is below. I think she's the only one in that room, right? I believe all of you uh, made your way over to where, after you heard the door open up, the stone on stone grinding, she kind of motioned you guys over and you all made your way down into the first level down here so it's gonna be uh yeah it's gonna be um this first little room right here and as you guys step down you notice about 20 foot by uh a 20 foot by 10 foot room with two openings going out deeper into the dungeon Head on deeper in. Well, there's two directions hewn into the limestone. Everything is carved directly into the the rock, right into the ground rock. I feel like there's a word for that, but uh, yeah, it's just hewn from solid stone. And the room you just entered, there's a pathway directly in front of you, and then as you look down the room to the right, there's another pathway. I'll look towards the right, but I want to inspect the ground in front of me as I walk. Keep a good eye on it. Go ahead and give me a perception check. Sorry, one second. Let me get my sheet back up. Ooh, that's a six. Looks fine. You look around and you do see that while it is carved from solid rock, there are still supports. There's the scattered wood beam, there is, uh, you look above you and there does seem to be some kind of uh, scaffolding erected to keep the place from uh, shifting, but it's all swollen with wood. The current uh, room that you're in is flooded up to about your, uh, half wood up, halfway up your foot, maybe an inch or so of water. I'll just look to the others and say, well, after you. I'll go first, because I'm the turtle, and I like water. Water is good. Water is your friend. Which way are you going? Uh, I'm going to follow uh, the pathway uh, uh, right. So you turn to the right and walk down the room and enter uh, 
what you see, and you look down, and looks like a dead end. Can I check out the room for anything? You look through it. Doesn't seem to be anything there. You pat down the walls. You kind of splash around in the water. It's it's pretty putrid. Oh. You look down closer at the water, and this is clearly a sewer. This is wastewater. Ogwe says, "There's empty room. Do not go." And I would like to go check the other path. So you guys start making your way over down the pathway. Start walking. Turn a corner, and as you're walking, the splish splash, you meet a small set of stairs. Gets you out of the water, and you continue down the hallway. Until you reach a room with uh, four separate uh, pathways. The one you just walked into the room from, and then three branching pathways extending out from there. So if you guys are entering the room from the north, there is a west, south, and east direction to go now. Each of the... uh, each of the directions has um, a door, except for the west direction. So as you stepped into this room, you opened a door to get into it. So as you guys are coming down this uh, this hallway, you open a door, and then you're greeted by a room with four different passageways. The stream is not loading. I know. My, I am going to order another stick of RAM. My stick of RAM died. I had 16. Now I have 8, and I'm not happy about it. It's all good. <laughs> Kept like, I swear to God, I got like 10 blue screens of death, and then I, you know, reinstalled Windows 10, and I was like, okay, well, clearly it's the RAM. Yeah, it's all uh, I would like to nothing. take... Uh, so we go down these stairs and we go to that little area thing. I would like to take the pathway to the right. So on each of these doors, before you choose, there's something inscribed on each of them. And you can tell that there are three doors. The north door, which you just entered from, this door bears a carving of Baal, the god of chaotic evil, of murder. He is depicted as a powerfully built, skull-headed man with long, curved blades where his hands should be. The door, um... So as you enter this chamber, there is no door on the right. That is an open passage, the only open passage you see before you. To your left, you see uh, the east door. This door bears a carving of Bane, the lawful evil god of tyranny, who is depicted as a tall armored man wearing a bucket helmet. His right gauntlet is painted black and clutches a set of shackles. And then you see directly in front of you the south door. This door bears a carving of Mirkul, the neutral evil lord of bones he is portrayed as a cloaked figure whose face is hidden under a cow in his skeletal hand he clutches a screaming human skull yeah so um yeah you guys step into the room you close the north doll with the north door which was a ball evil god of murder and then you have the passage to your right which is open and then the passage to your left which is the God of evil lawful tyranny, and then the uh, door right in front of you, which is the evil Lord of Bones. 
Are they all like straight passages or, di or do they take a turn immediately or something like that? You look down the open passageway and you see it continues on for maybe 10 to uh, 15 feet and then turns off to the right. Uh, well, after you. Like, okay, I would like together. to go first and kind of be on my guard going around corners with my shield up kind of trying to protect myself not knowing what could be around the corner. I'll follow a little bit behind him. Pull up the back. So you guys are going to continue down the passageway to the right, uh, the one without a door, correct? Yep. You see before you three wooden brims, brims, beams brace the ceiling of this flooded chamber, which features a stone altar covered with entrails in the northeast corner. Hanging on the wall above the altar is a three-foot-tall steel mass cast, in the form of a frowning oh, sorry, you, human you skull. Cut out there. What'd you say? Oh, excuse me. Uh, hanging on the wall above the altar is a three-foot-tall steel mask cast in the form of a frowning human skull. I want to walk up to the mask and cast identify on it. That will take ten minutes, though. I kind of, I kind of like. I will protect you while you do your ritual thing. Uh, but I will go check out the uh, room to the left first. That is... Understood. So you move off to the left as Y begins uh, okay. painting cha or drawing chalk on the ground for his identification not, spell. Not y. I'm August. <laughs> August, thank you. Okay, now I've got everyone straight. Sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. Alright, so August starts. Uh, drawing out the incantations and the lines for the spell components, kind of stepping over the entrails. There's blood all over the walls and the floor, but he's able to find a clear patch. And after 10 minutes, you successfully find that this is just a cast mass. There's no magical properties, and seems like this is just a, a some horrifically gruesome offering to the Lord uh, of Vicious Murder. Well, despite the clear sacrifice that happened here, there's no magic that's within this mask. Ogwe. What do I see in that room to the left? You see, floating face down, is a shirtless, bloated corpse. I'll, I'll walk around the corner just in time may, to see this. May I turn him over? You go ahead and turn him over, and the bloated green bile, like, shifts around and threatens to pop his skin. Seems like there's quite a bit of pressure built up in this gentleman. I would like to say, this will be funny, August, watch this. And I would like to Don't back out it. of the room. Don't do it. Like back out of the room, I would like to knock an arrow and fire it at this bloated body. Real quick, that's on the left side, right? Correct. This is in uh, the chamber on the left here. Let me get a token on, uh, over here for you guys. I want to get to that little hallway, fire an arrow, and then just run. Go ahead and give me a shoot check. Shit, a shoot check. Or attack roll, I assume. I'm sorry. I got <laughs> Do you mean attack roll? Yeah, attack roll, please. 
I literally just rolled a natural 20 to hit the blue. <laughs> wow, so you nail this thing, and it goes all the way up through uh, his stomach, out his head, and completely pops this guy. And there is... Not only is this guy nothing left of this guy, this guy turns into vapor and then sprays onto the wall in perfect unison. It all happens in one moment. A pop and a, a painting of the walls with this guy's intestine. And it's this awful green oh, God, purple that's color. fucking vile. Hey, August, watch this. And I'd like to go draw a smiley face with the bio on the wall. Fucking beast. Uh, I'm going to look around the room and see if there's anything else in here. You look around the walls, and as the green and purple smiley face kind of drips down into the water, uh, kind of runs, the colors are all running into the fluid as you step through it. Nothing else. All right, I would like um, to... Is, is Y guy still here? Uh, I'm, in the, I'm outside the rooms. I'm looking in. Wait, what? Why, why, is it, why aren't you here? <laughs> Because that seems stupid. I was I was in the right room. I you guys went and passed your Where contact. where is he again? Is he like in this place? Or is he like taking a bath or something? Like Why are you back upstairs enjoying a luxurious bubble bath? No, I'm standing again right outside the room. I'm you just guys looking hear in why? Oh, so he's like in the same room as the sacrifice? Yeah. Okay. No, well, let's... I'm not there. I'm standing. Can you guys understand him or is it just Okay, me? there's like a million hallways in this place, bro. I guess should give you guys a token yeah. to move, but I believe where he's then, at the badger. Right outside the door room. Okay, doorway. okay, that hallway. Oh, well, you mean we'll down walk here. back out and head back towards the gate rooms, I suppose. So you guys head back out into the hallway with the different doors. Oh, you've explored. You've explored back to where you came and the north door, which leaves yeah, yeah, east and yeah, south. Okay. I was saying I was standing outside the doorway, looking in. Yeah, I can get you. We, can we go like down? Can we go like down south? I would yeah, like we'll to go down south. I'll follow him in. Once go again, down I'm south. Very, I'm gonna stay very guarded, ready to pop into my shell if I need to. Yeah, I'm like I'm like I'm like walking like 15 feet behind him. <laughs> you guys head to the door of Mercul, Lord of Bones. I like bones are tasty, just so you know. Bones on. Bone to dome town. You see, upon entering Mercule's door, lying on the floor of this otherwise empty room, are the pale bodies of three humans in filthy black robes, arranged in a triangular formation. A lit torch lies between them. A rough hewn staircase to the left leads down to another torch lit chamber. Uh, give me five seconds. I got to turn on light. I'm barely read. <laughs> when you're ready, can I head back into that other room, the the, the down the stairs? All right, you guys make your way in here. I think I'm gonna go down the stairs. Yeah, me too. All right. Does anyone want to do anything else before these two, uh, Ugwe and um... August? Thank you. August, make their way into the room. Uh, nope. I just want to be ready outside. 
So Y is still in the uh, four-way chamber, am I correct? Uh... Yeah, in the chamber where all three doors are. I'm just standing at the beginning. Adrian, where are you? Adrian's not here. She's in a call. Still, oh my, that might be a problem because I'm going to need you guys to roll initiative. Uh, just to make it clear, I am behind Uguay. He's like, yeah, so he's going to be my mute shield. Uh, no, I'm not, because I'm going to go into my shell, and they're not going to be able to hit me. Okay, kid, you're going to catch a burning hands. I am. Uh-oh. Roll the hit, and you got to get a 23, loser. I got 16. <laughs> you miss. <laughs> no, for initiative. God. Oh, I got 13. Okay. Uh, 9 plus 5. 14. 14. <laughs> So I am 13. Yeah, I'm 16. Alright, I'm fucking up my initiative. Everyone give me their initiatives again, please. 16. 14. 13. Welcome back. Roll initiative. Wait, what? <laughs> no. First initiative of the game. What happened? Jeez, Nothing. I leave for five minutes. Right? Well, Let's like rascal. Five minutes in a D&D game and someone rolls initiative. Yeah, no. It's fine. Oh, we well. even, we, the fight hasn't even started yet. You're alright. We just walked into Wait, what did we... Okay. okay so so, these guys. so please explain what happened. <laughs> so we walked into a chamber. We found like a sacrifice. Uh, and I identified a mask that turned out to just be a normal mask, and then we shot a corpse that exploded, and then we went to another room that found, it was also had bodies in it, and walked into a room, and then we just rolled initiative. Oh, I forgot to say it. Uh. I, I took the mask with me. Oh. That's fine. Yeah, go ahead and place in your inventory, uh, one mask of ball. B-H-A-A-L. So, oh, after... Well, I got a nine in initiative. Well, oh, you're last. No. <laughs> It's always well, actually, interesting. Because you know, the bad people would go before her. Baddies rolled a 16. Well, I rolled it's a 16 too, so baddie? who goes first? Whoever has higher decks. So, I, as the I, room you entered, you see the triangular bodies laid out with the torch and the pentagram on the ground as Ugwe and August make their way deeper into the chamber as uh, Y and... Um, and as Y and Adrian hang back in the main room, the three bodies in the sacrificial formation slowly rise up from the ground and turn oh, towards shit. you, Agwe. How do you spell ball? B-H-A-A-L. I was about to say, it's alright, it's only a pentagram, it's not like it's a pentacle, and then bodies start rising up. Yeah, it's just a great day. Alright, so I rolled a 16. <laughs> uh... Yeah, they, they, they rolled a 16 too, right? They did, but you'll go so, ahead and go first. what's their dex mod? That's bad. You're going to go ahead. Yeah, I have plus one, so yeah. Alright, um... So, am I, like, like what's the... I guess I'm, like... Am I in, am I in front of, or behind, or to, the, to like, beside, uh, Uguay? 
I'm going to say that you and Ogwe started making your way down, and Ogwe is slightly in front of you. So you are in front of Ogwe as these three shambling uh, <laughs> necromites of Mercule make their way towards you specifically. Well, if, if I were to cast a 15-foot cone, would he get hit by it? No, he's behind you. You're good. Okay, cool. All right, I'm going to cast Burning Hands, and they'll all Ooh, make a deck save. Ooh, all right. A DC 13. Pull up the stat blocks for the Necromites of Mercule. Ooh, they have a Dex plus one. Wow. 16 is a save. 13 is a save. 13. All three save. Wow. <laughs> These zombies are a waste of a spell slot. So high. No, hold on. It's like half damage for Burning Hands, right? Is it? Hang on. Uh, yeah, yeah. Also, do they have any, are they, like, um, vulnerable to fire damage or something? They were just submerged in water, I don't think so. Did I ask you? <laughs> it doesn't look like it, it looks like, Alright, uh... so that's, uh... Do I, roll, do I roll half dice, or just, like... No, roll uh, your roll... full dice and we cut it in half. Alright, alright. So that's 36. That's, they all take four damage then. Four damage, understood. With that, the shambling necromites of Mercule, god of murder, will descend on you. What's your AC, sir? Me? Yes, oh, they have disadvantage. No, Why? Who, who, have you disadvantage? just said you. Like, there's like four people in this call. Who are they descending on? August. Okay, I have AC uh, 11. They have disadvantages on their attack rolls against him. Why is uh, that? I took, I took protection as my fighting style, as a fighter. And yeah, I that's my boy. My, I can use my reaction when uh, they attack an enemy if they're within five feet. Uh, called protection while wielding a shield, a creature you can see. Yeah, we uh, know how it works. It's cool. Yep. Yeah, so I don't know like how that works. Thank you. Guys, though, right? No, we're right next to each other, apparently. Yeah, yeah they're so right on top yeah. of each other. I'm going to say that that works, man. I like this. The turtle's just like, get back, I got this. And That's these guys are rolling at disadvantage. A natural 1 and a 19. That's a miss. Hey. Another natural 1 and a 20. A natural 20. <laughs> That's a miss. Thank you so much. And a 7 and a 16. So all three of these zombies lurch towards you at once. And like the three stooges, they kind of wedge themselves into the hallway. And they they just can't reach you. I would have died if you didn't do that. Holy shit. Don't even worry about it. All right, with that, we're going to go to Ugwe. It is your move. Uh, I only got a 13. I believe Y should be going in front oh, of Oh, you're me. right. Thank you. Y, you're up. And then uh, what was your initiative? Um milk adrian adrian this was a nine that's right I'm back down here to burn. dead last don't worry yeah, mine was 14. all right so you see these three zombies trying to lurch towards and kind of doing a bad job trying to get out adrian and uh and ugway there what are you doing why uh hit him draw my quarterstaff and hit him with it whack whack go ahead and roll a hit 
Eight plus five. Eight plus five eight. is gonna hit. Yeah. Oh, that's I'm a fucking idiot. No, that's uh, I rolled damage, not attack. Uh, I rolled a twenty for attack. Well, that's gonna hit. Yeah, and then uh, rolled. I guess I gotta roll again. I fuck that. That's a one. Uh, plus one, six. All right, and there's uh, three zombies here. Uh, I'm outside the room, right? So the one. Wait, I guess, you get multiple attacks at level one? No, he's rolling damage. He just hit one. Oh. Yeah. I right, just fucked up. So for six Four. damage, I'm going to say you hit the one on the right. So two have taken damage. Uh, all three have taken damage. No, I want to. I want to attack the one that got hit then. All three uh, of them have gotten hit by burning hands, and one of them is a little more rough-looking than the rest. Okay, I'll attack that one. All right. Takes, takes that damage. He's down. So you did six damage, correct? Yeah. All right, all three are still up. Uh, Ugway. No, I have an unarmed strike. I'm going to use that Oh, one okay, go ahead. Yeah, he's a monk. <laughs> okay, go run it. Uh, that's a 19 hits plus 7 definitely hits uh, before I did not get these out I should have uh, 3 plus 5 8 and you were attacking the hurt one correct uh, I was attacking the one I hit before alright so that's going to pop them and with that, you see a Bruce Lee, a Bruce Lee uh, combination. Pop, pop, pop! Would have made the UFC proud as this guy goes down. One zombie is toast. Two still trying to claw their way through the hallway and get over to uh, August. My turn. Adrian, it is your turn. It is. Oh Adrian no! I'm sorry. Ugway. I gotta write my notes here. I'm gonna rewrite my initiative because I did a bad job. But yes, your turn, Ugwe. I'm gonna try and battle axe one of them. That's a 13 plus 7, which is a natural 20. Okay, that'll do a D8 plus 5. Oh, so if you don't if you don't roll an actual 20, it's not a natural 20. No. He said uh, unnatural. Still... Come on, are you paying oh, attention? Oh, it get cut out for me. It sounded like natural 20. Sure. I got... I got 10 points of damage. And with that, you take your battle axe and just cleave this zombie right in half, like Leffer did too. <laughs> just chop this boomer right in two. So there, that means there's one left, yeah? Correct. There is one left as we reach, finally, the uh, end of the initiative, Adrian's turn. Oh, yay. Uh, they're definitely hostile, right? Indeed, no. they are undead. Uh, it seems like necromites of Mercule, some horrible murderer-worshipping zombies. Cool. Uh, and hit it with the great. Uh, well, try. I got a fourteen. Hits. Oh wow. Uh, okay. Yeah, Damage these guys have is... low AC of eleven. It's super low. And they probably only have like fourteen, fifteen health. Damage is nine. 
that's uh, how much uh, HP you had left. So with that, one uh, you guys quickly mop up these uh, Necromines. Easy one attackers, and they go down. No problem. We didn't take any damage either. Look at us. Yeah, damage. thanks to you. <laughs> yeah, you, you protected the shit out of your mage. That would have been bad for him if he got hit. Yeah, because you probably, what, have like 10 health to start? <laughs> Eight. Yeah, no, a natural 20 would have probably ended you, assuming they do 2d6. Yeah. a natural 20. It would have been ogre. Well, that was, uh, not, a, not what I expected. Let's head back up towards the, uh, central chamber. I would like to still go explore that little chamber to the left, or was that where the bodies were? No, so you can go back over there. So, so the bodies like were in this room here. You found a like a, a triangle of blood, uh, some kind of pentagram-like thing the, with uh, these bodies. Chamber. That was where they, he shot the body, right? No, no, no. That was earlier. Uh, this new left chamber we have yet to explore, I believe. So the bloated corpse was back up here to the left. What yeah. uh, you guys found down here were three corpses in a triangular pentagramal formation. Yeah, I want to go check out that little room to the left, down the stairway. Well, let me read what's in there real fast. Yeah, I'll follow him, actually, on second thought. I'll go to the room with the triangle pentagram. We're in there. So you look down, and you see this triangular pentagram where these zombies uh, risen up. That They clearly were brought to life with this, like, summoning uh, their their spirits were put into their, their corpses with this method and you quickly release them back to the afterlife. Ooh, and we find in this little room? In the little room you find lying on the floor of this otherwise empty room are the pale... Oh, nope. Wrong one. Oh, treasure? Ah. Woo. So you find a stone sarcophagus in this room. And I kick it open while keeping my shield up and ready to strike anything that pops out, holding my action to strike anything. So as you go to kick it, you you see that the lid has already been removed and it's probably been looted already, but you give it a good kick and the dust kind of poofs up off of it. Alright, let me let me go loot this man's sarcophagus. Go ahead and give me a um perception. Investigation? Yeah, investigation would be better actually, yes, please. Investigation. I got a fourteen, twelve plus two. So you find you know, you're looking around, you're kind of feeling the corners, and as your hand, your fingers pass over this one edge, click click. Kind of press in and a small compartment below the sarcophagus opens up. Seems like those necromites might have been hiding some spell books under this sarcophagus. I would like to gather them up and put them in my bag. Oh, you're not going to say anything? I, I watched like, him do that, by the way. I'm, I'm in the room. Uh, no, before I do that, I'm going to be like, August, we found these, but we can check them out later. I will hold on to them for now. Let me take a look at them, actually. Alright, I would like to... Uh, how many are there? So, you're, I have a feeling this is going to make uh, our friend here, August, very happy. There are three spellbooks in here. Spellbook number one contains the following spells. Burning Hands, Detect Magic, Disguise Self, Fog Cloud, Ray of Sickness, and Silent Image. Spellbook two, you flip through it and 
you notice it's like this is pretty nice like this is a gold embroidered leather red uh red binding you know whoever took the time to do these spell books while they look like metal as fuck they're well maintained these are high quality uh so uh i will keep spell book one so i can do some magic magic and you, you don't can have cast your... magic <laughs> in spell book number two you find charm person Find familiar, identify oh, magic missiles, and sleep. And in the final spell book, you flip through it and you see cloud of daggers, dark vision, detect magic, featherfall, magic armor, magic missiles, and Tasha's hideous laughter. I'm taking spell well. Book let three. me let me just. I'm, I'm taking okay, spell dude. Book hang three. on. Let me copy all these into my spell book, and then you can have them. All right. <laughs> Uh, that requires a lot of gold, though, to copy all of them, though, right? Yeah, and I'm going to get that gold from doing this job. Okay, well, I'm keeping Spellbook 3, and I'd like to tuck away Spellbook 3 and hand them... Can I have my Spellbook, Steve? <laughs> oh, oh my, I, you guys see the, uh, I, the Torvald. I am multi-classing into Wizard, and you are not going to stop me, and I'm taking a Spellbook. Man, I sure wish I could use magic. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to walk in, put the books up between them. You've got two, he's got one. Just get the one later. Make sure I get I get I get the spellbook three. Seems yeah. like it's what's, not what's, my... what's, what's, what's in spellbook three again? Tasha's hideous laughter. Uh and what what is he? Fighter fighter wizard? I'm yeah, gonna he's... be a fighter wizard. Bro, just go just go Eldritch Knight. Oh, well I was gonna go Battle Master, because Battlemaster has some really neat things, so that's what I was gonna do. Alright. But the books are split. No one's no one's fighting about it. We can just walk yeah. out. You get one or two, and I get three. Yeah, so fine, whatever. So you guys split up the books as you make your way back into the chamber with the many different doors of murder, tyranny, murder, and the Lord of Bones. You have explored to the south door, the Lord of Bones, and also. Uh, you came in from the north, uh, the evil god of murder, leaving only the east door, the lawful evil god of tyranny. Alright, uh, I'm just following behind the group. I'm kind of hungry. I'm gonna go grab a munchie. Mama munchie! Cool, ma'am. Guess we're going to tyranny. So you guys make your way towards the door of tyranny, and again, it's kind of a... A scary depiction. Tall, armored man, black gauntlet, holding a set of shackles. So, thinking that the slavery uh, evil god is what's down here. You guys open the door and make your way into the chamber. Yes. Alright, you see before you. The eastern part of this room is unlit, flooded, and braced from floor to ceiling with wooden beams. Rough-hewn steps rise out of the murky water to the western portion of the room, which is dry and lit by two torches in the scones that flank the stone altar. Shackled to the wall behind the altar is a sickly man in a loincloth with a burlap sack over his head. An alcove in the north wall contains a freestanding suit of plate armor missing its helm. Standing before the altar are two grim figures, a powerfully built woman clutching a mace, and an even bigger man wearing a bucket helm. 
The helmed man is jabbing the prisoner with a spear, causing him to twitch in pain. <sighs> Both figures are clad in chain mail, and the woman carries a wooden shield with a leering skull painted on it. Alright, I am, uh, I suppose... Uh, who's here? <laughs> I'd rather, like, if we're gonna do combat, I'd rather wait for everyone to get back. Hey, Stealth. I am here. Alright, great. Uh, let's see. Far back. I will, uh, here. Before we charge in, let's let's talk about this. Before any of us go in, I will go first. I I can protect our spellmen, or maybe you want to go in first, barbarian, and I follow. As I said, I'm going to try and stealth. I mean, there doesn't seem to be much of a need for combat. <sighs> I can't. In good I'd rather not walk around with these guys in here. Yes, they weed. They they weed to die. Besides, they on might have something useful on them. Uh, turtle person, if you'd like to go in ahead of me, and I'll cover you with some spells. Uh, you mean you'll let me take your hits for you while you Yeah, go. yeah, basically. Yes, that is fine. Although, it might be better if you go first, so I can protect you. No. I only have 12 hit points, what? No, I, I'm I only have 8 hit points, go. Okay. I'll cover you. I would like to go in behind the barbarian. I don't know if she's going in with us. Are you, Milk? So it is a immediately a thing that I'm going first. Great. Um, hmm. uh, do we know roll initiative here? <laughs> so currently, they are torturing the shit out of this guy strapped to the wall. This woman, it looks like, um, you know, she's poking this guy with a spear. But it's not like she's trying to kill him. These two are worshippers of the god of tyranny. And the tyranny specializes in breaking the will of people and they try and crack them and make them subservient and that's what these two are doing to this person they're trying to break their will and make them a servant to the god ball okay so by no means is that person in any mortal danger that would concern us no no they're fine that was really great not we're our business we're doing it anyway <laughs> right like do you want the girl or do you want the bucket? I'm uh, still in the back of the room, so... Alright, listen, take, take that big armored person first. I'll I'm cover going, you with magic. I'm gonna it seems like it's not so much my will. I'm no, not talking you to can, you, but okay. You, you know what? You can pick first, Adrian. Who would you like to kill? <laughs> I would like to kill no one. I mean, there's no reason for me to engage in a combat where I'm unsure of whether or not I could win. Okay, well, theoretically, if you had to kill one of these two, which one would you like to kill? Depends on who's threatening me, which neither of them are. Well, in theory, what if they're both threatening you? I would go for the male, since the female seems less guarded, I suppose. And okay. he seems like the biggest threat. As you guys are discussing that, you see the woman walk over to a bucket of salt, pick up the bucket of salt and a handful, and throw it into the wound, the fresh spear wound that she's been giving this guy. The guy on the wall screams out in horrible pain. Come on, let's get this before they kill that guy. They're not going to kill him. <laughs> yeah, I'm again far back at the room. Y'all have that. Somebody sneaks up, I got him. I yeah. We can't just leave him here. Come on. Why not? Why not? Oh my 
God, I hate you all. You so seem much. to have an entirely separate set of morals than yeah. I do. Chaotic neutral here, man. That's on you. Chaotic evil. Okay. All right, Ugwe, are you with me? I am with the mage man. Let's do this. Get in there, and I'll cover you. Uh, which one was the barbarian going to attack? She's not going to do anything because she doesn't do that apparently. Unless my life is in danger and I, it concerns me, then I might do something. But they're just breaking his will. It's right. what they do. Here we to deny you, their. I think you think attack the woman. <laughs> we get no personal benefit from this, man. They I might mean, have something on them. They might have loot so we can take from them. And I'm gonna take their skulls so we get that we also too. Might die. Yeah, we we have no way of knowing whether they're more armed than we are. Oh my god, having two wizards in the party is going to be so annoying. Ah. <laughs> yep. I sneak attack the, the, the girl. Oh shit. So as she goes back to drive the spear back into this man's belly, go ahead, you, you sneak up behind her. So I get are we going to roll initiative? Or? Yeah, you do. That is maximum damage. I deal 13 damage. What'd you, uh, what'd you roll to hit? Uh, I have to hit on a sneak attack? What are you- um, yeah, you're still You're a fighter, to... right? Yeah, I thought on fighter, sneak attack- fighters, don't, fighter, fighters don't get sneak attack? They, they have sneak attack, no. they just don't get the bonus from a rogue. Oh. Yeah, yeah everyone no. can do a sneak attack. Um, it was my impression that you would still have to roll an attack roll. Am I wrong about that? No, I would assume you would have to attack somebody to it, you know, attack them. You so. get it with advantage on a sneak attack, though. If yeah, no, if they're surprised. Your, uh, that no. yeah, that's it. Yeah, go ahead and roll with advantage for uh, to All attack. And right, I got a, a nineteen to hit the woman. She <laughs> is a fist of bane. Do I? And hit? She has an armor class of eighteen. You hit. But. Uh, gotta reroll my damage. Still got max damage. LOL, lol. Wow. So that was 13 damage, correct? Yeah. Man, you guys are... I'm gonna have to work on some of these uh, out-of-the-character, fresh-out-of-the-box uh, PCs because you're fucking no, melting them. It is literally just me, and I rolled max damage. Okay, you see just the wind and the light briefly leave this woman's eyes as she stares at you in disbelief. A turtle down in the dungeon of Dead 3 sneaking up on me? And she grits her teeth. Everybody roll initiative! Ooh. Oof, that's a four. I didn't want to get involved. That's not good. That's a natural one plus one. Fifteen. Uh, Thirteen. Adrian, you're first in the initiative. Is her attention at on me, or they just not care? They don't see you yet. The only person they are looking at and they're furious at is the Tortolugwe. Interesting. Who rolled well, a four and a one? Seems to not be my. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Die. I'm sorry, Adrian. I cut you off. Please continue. 
I know. Do go ahead. There's not much I really have to do. I mean, can can I stealth or try to get? Is there any exit other than what we entered through? I would rather avoid doing anything rash. So you look around. This is the barbarian. <laughs> <laughs> hey, barbarians can have a level head. All right. Don't appreciate that stereotyping. So you look around. I'd, li I'd like our frontliner to please fight on the front line. <laughs> <laughs> so you look around, and you see off to the left a passageway leading uh, down and off to uh, further in uh, down the room, but adjacent. So you look to your left, and you see about five, ten feet, and then the hallway curves off to the right. You also see, further down the chamber, another passage directly behind uh, the prisoner um, on the opposite wall of the prisoner, leading to the same direction as the passageway to your left. You look behind you, and you also see a doorway leading uh, east, deeper into the dungeon. So there are four different passageways leading out of this room. Two to your left, one behind you, and the one you came through to the north. I'll take the one to the east that leads further into the dungeon. Goodness if gracious. Any way to get to it. Yeah, absolutely. You turn around and you open up the door. I hope there's uh, a bully mug waiting to kill you. That's not nice. You two decided to rush into there when there was no reason to. I can't watch, really say that I told it's you so. a dungeon so. crawl. Just fight the NPCs. <laughs> Watch yeah. me kill I mean, that's everything. not what we're here for. Yeah. Alright, I'm going to go that's ahead and unhide this room. But what you see as you open the door is a flooded room with six wood beams supporting the ceiling. And this one, it's a bit different. While the entire room is flooded, there's an odd smell. Some, some kind of rotten, uh, almost like rotten egg smell coming from this room. You see three different passageways one directly in front of you and to the right one in the middle of the room and one at the end of the room leading deeper in and you should be able to see that in a second returning to the initiative order why you're up all right uh they're still just they're not attacking us right coming towards the back where i am they are not. All at this point that they see is a very uh, badass turtle that just smacked them down that they're going to try and get revenge on. They're going to try. Yeah, all right. So I'm just... Can I hold my action for a quarter staff hit? Yeah, you can. Sweet. All right, I'm two-handed, and that's, uh, that's it. Who are you attacking? Uh, whoever gets in range. Understood. Held action, attack whoever gets in range, two-handed. Got it. And uh, with that, it's going to be the bad guy's turn. Let them try and hit me. And both the uh, male... Famous last words. The Iron Council is going to circle around between you and the rest of the party. So he kind of glances over and sees the rest of you, trying to cut off you from them box you in then she is going to set up so she is flanking on that side I'm gonna roll the hit what's your AC my friend my AC is 19 well a 3 is not gonna hit that 
No. And neither is a seven, so... <laughs> she takes out her mace, and it is a gruesome thing with the, the god's head on it, a laughing skull, and she is going to swing at you, but ground's wet, and she slips a little bit. <laughs> then the Iron Council, this guy in, uh, in mail, he's going to take a spear... Yeah, no, even with a plus five to hit. Damn. Yeah, they so both of these no. guys are just trying to wail at you. <laughs> cannot, the turtle is too dexterous. If I feel threatened, I can make my AC a 23. These guys are, are extremely frustrated. You interrupted their torture session and just made them look like shit. All right. Yeah, they're going to have to end their turn with though that. They're just going to grimace and <laughs> look at you and say, you're not leaving here alive. Neither are you. Hiss at you. All right, who rolled a four and a one? I didn't get your initiative. I rolled the four. All right, your turn. I rolled the natural one. <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to cast Firebolt at the Lady. Ooh, go ahead and roll. Isn't that a cantrip? Yes. Firebolt's a cantrip. And that is going to be a 13. And who so are you I just, I just whiff it into the wall then. I miss totally. Yeah, it's going to miss them both. Yeah, it fizzles out into the, into the wet wall. And that's my turn. No movement? Uh, I mean, I'm, in, I'm, I'm like right in the hallway, right? Yeah, you guys are all pretty much sitting um, in the flooded hallway, and then these two are pretty I'll, much I'll make sure stairs. I'm behind Y then. <laughs> Alright, you can just go behind the hallway, Y. Man, I'm way too, you couldn't hit him for where I am. I'm not even in the room yet. Alright. Okay. My turn. Yes, uh, Agwe, your turn. Is, is the big spooky man in the bucket cutting me off from my mage? Yes, he is standing between you and the mage. Alright, so I'm just gonna straight whack at him, and as I'm whacking at him, I'm uh, trying to whack at him uh, so he doesn't provoke attack of opportunity while going past him to see if I can whack him and go cover my mage. Sounds good. Go ahead and give him a whack roll. Just so you know, I have plus seven. <laughs> oh, boy. I rolled an eight, so that would make it a fifteen. As a miss, as uh, yeah, as uh, unfortunately, as you go to hit him with your axe, the uh, his uh, his mail just kind of bounces off. You're unable to find a good place to cut into him. Protects him. Sixteen, I'm guessing. Maybe. Yeah, uh, and then with the rest of my movement, I'm gonna go get in front of my mage and kind of hold my shield up in front of him. All right. So with that, the fist of Bane is gonna get an attack of opportunity on you. God. Fine. 19 Shit. plus 5 that is a 24 to hit I hate you you will take 5 damage oh that's over a fourth of my health gone and with that she's like yeah you don't like that do you <laughs> try and sneak up on me again with uh that, that limp, huh? 
you look a lot more injured than I do, young lady. And I kind of want to make the young lady part very sarcastic. I'll drink your soul. You have to kill me first. We'll see what we can do. Uh, Adrian, uh, you see this woman just trying to like lick her lips, and she she's salivating she's at the idea of drinking uh, Agwe's blood. Huh. That's you very interesting. Attack but I... You attack from behind. Once again, does not concern me. We <laughs> had we had a job to do. You guys wanted to save some guy you didn't even know. He could have been a criminal for all we know. Well, that means he gets to live even more. Besides, I'm not as tanky as I should be. I literally only have 14 hit points and my AC is a 13. I have 12 hit points, but my AC can be a 19. See? You're tankier than me. You can do more. Yeah, you could definitely do more, more too. Not really. Yeah, you can do more than just try to run away as one of the frontliners of this. Hey, we, we had a decision. We made it as a party. Two and two. Y'all decided to run and that's on y'all. True. We so, tried to talk you out of it. Adrian, you're standing at this doorway and there's something wrong. You're... Is it the pressure in your sinuses? Your nose is itching. It's... Man, you can't get the smell of rot out of your nose. It's almost like uh, eggs. Huh. Oh, incidentally, um, how are you all seeing? Adrian, are you... Uh, what's your race? I have race? dark vision. Dark vision? Okay. That's, uh... I also have dark vision. So you're all using dark vision. Except yeah. for Tortle, right? Do turtles have dark vision? Portals don't have dark vision. Pleb. So everyone else can see fine, and the turtle is relying on the torchlight of the uh, torture altar to see. Did, did the mage just call me a pleb? No. <laughs> okay. Okay, Mr. Mage Man. <laughs> just like mages to look down at the rest of us, am I right? Am I right? Oh, that mage is yeah, gonna have a hard right. time when I'm in my 23 AC shell and he's getting. <laughs> yeah, see how smart he is, that, huh? I'll thunder wave then, and you'll catch some of it. No, I won't, because I have advantage on Constitution saves oh, while in the shell. Shit, you're right. All right, Adrian. Um, so you're standing in this doorway. What would you like to do? I would like to go through the doorway. I mean, there's no turning back. You walk into the room. The smell grows stronger as your steps ripple out through the water of the room. Nothing happens. Wow. <laughs> okay. Cool. Oh, uh, you just want to move into the room? You, uh, maybe like a ranged yeah, attack back at these guys? Nothing like that? I mean, there's not much for me to do. I guess I... No. Yeah, no. I'm just gonna move all of my movement up into this room. All right, you're up in that room. Back to the initial oh, order. Why? You see Adrian move off into the room of... Uh, looks pretty similar to the one you're in, just supported by wood beams going up to the ceiling, slightly flooded. Bit of an odd smell, but, you know, the whole place has got an odd smell. It smells like shit down here. Why? Yeah. Your turn, buddy. What you doing? Uh, 
they haven't attacked me yet still right still no they're uh they're looking at this turtle like they're gonna get at him but I haven't done too much damage to him they've only hit him once I'm a whole I'm gonna just lean forward just stare at them laugh and uh, pull my action for my double handed quarter stuff Oh, you're going to hold your action for the double-handed quarterstaff again? Yep. You're not uh, engaging in the fight? You're not going in there? Nope. I'm making direct uh... eye contact with uh, August while I'm doing it. So, just to be clear, why and Adrian, you are not participating in the fight as uh, Ugway and August are fighting for we their lives. We told you not to go into the fight. They were leaving <laughs> us alone. <laughs> but you guys hey, bro, wanted to be it? the good Samaritans hey, and go for it. I no, I want their loot. You don't understand. <laughs> no, then you should handle it. You want their loot, you can handle it. <laughs> you can do this to yourselves. <laughs> All I wanted was the surprise attack. That was on you. Hey, we told you before. Exactly. When there were zombies, you guys were in danger. We stepped in. I was outside the room. I could have been gone. I walked right in, took one out. Then everybody else took one out accordingly. And walk right in game. now. Of course you helped. Like. I mean, These came after us. These guys were leaving us alone and preoccupied. We okay, could have simply okay, if, walked if, if on kept, by. Shut up. What if we kept going and then they, they and they like they like hear us and they go by and attack us then like, they, or then like catch us? Then we would have had attack. And then we would have attacked. These dudes are torturing somebody. Like they clearly would. They clearly like. Why would we care? Because they. Because we might be next. No, that's not really. If it's not your alignment, that's also weird. But mine is chaotic neutral. I'm true neutral, so I mean, like, I just do what seems like it's a good idea. I am a walking Not only that, but we. Okay, we clarified that the guy wouldn't die, and that they were simply trying to break his will. So yeah, what if they, what he would have been. What if they decide to break our will? Like, but maybe he could be then. Yeah, when they came for us, we would have fought. But they were leaving us alone and preoccupied. There was no reason for us to step in. There are no yeah, what ifs. They, they do this. What if they do that? Whose turn is there? Is a there is a what if they do that though? Is the thing. Oh, I'll tell That's you whose we'll turn it is. That's when we'll deal with it. We'll deal with that when it gets to it. All right. So it's yeah, well, uh, yeah. I, I don't, don't want right to like now. you know lock my door or anything. I'll just let someone come in and then then we'll deal with it. You know. Yeah, with the fucking yeah. in my hand. Okay, okay. Well, so, uh, whose turn is it again? The turn is the baddies, the enemy's turn. And what is going to happen, the Iron Council, the guy in mail, the gauntlets, is going to see you all fighting, and he'll turn towards his companion with a smirk, and then turn back to the group and address specifically uh, you, Y, and reach uh, and yell out to you, Adrian, and say, a thousand gold to each of you if you help me kill this turtle and his mage friend. You got it on you? Huh. These guys are in the sewers. They don't have a thousand gold. No, I don't know. And you see him walk over to a chest and open up a chest. And there's just piles and piles of gold and rubies. He's, He's backing it up. And then he turns back to the you, Ugway. You, you think they're really gonna help you? They'll just kill you later once you're used to them. Hey, say less. They won't help you. They'll just torture you. Hey, I'm willing to join. I don't. They don't. I don't even need the torture. All I gotta do is join them. I get paid. It's done. All right. <laughs> yeah. It seems like a done and done deal. Honestly. Hey, next action. Get ready. <laughs> and they're not. The thing is, they're paying us more than the original guy who only said two hundred gold and his respect. 
I don't know. Yeah. Seems yeah. like a pretty good deal to me. Out of character, I'm I'm probably gonna be kill them just because I think I can take you guys easier. Hmm. But mm-hmm. in character, out of character, you're gonna die first, buddy. <laughs> what are you talking? I got an AC AC of 18. I get plus seven on all hits. You going down, man? I'm not that tanky. Protect me, protect me. You're my bodyguard. Take out the turtle. Yeah, that turtle's going down so quick. Okay. Bro, he said you're going down, bro. Tell this man what it is. What are you talking about? He has to stay in his shell, and that's that's the whole action, right? Can't do anything. I'm just gonna whoop on you till he comes out. The mage doesn't have a lot of HP, as we all know, so he'd seem like the easier. Funny you mention that. I have the dice gods on my side. So, the Fist of Bane, the woman, is going to make her way towards the mage. Mm. Protection Mm. if she attacks him. Yeah, you're gonna. Okay, that's gonna be disadvantage that she's rolling at. I'm gonna say she actually stays inside of your range, Ugwe, so she does not provoke an attack of opportunity. A seven and a six. Neither hit. No, a thirteen and a twelve. I'm assuming do not hit. Uh, that hits. Which one? Thirteen wow. or the twelve? Both. Ooh, ooh. Oh my god, dude! You're gonna get me. I'm Mage done. Dead. I'm dude. I'm so dead. It was nice knowing you. It wasn't. Seven plus four, eleven damage. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, I have eight health, so am I on death saving throws, or am I just straight up dead? No, you're on dex. Alright. I think death saving works unless it's, like, twice your health. I'm not sure what the specifics are. Uh, do I roll right now? Uh, every attack after. No. No, you're fine. She's not gonna continue attacking you on the ground. You're just unconscious. With that, Unless she accidentally steps on you. (laughs) Yeah. She sees you go down, and she inhales with satisfaction as you hit the ground and then she turns to you Ugway. the iron council the gentleman is going to use his ability voice of command see this is why you don't start fights with people you don't know about and he will be able to select up to two allies and uh, those allies will be able to use their reaction to do a melee attack so the woman will hear this guy kill that motherfucking turtle, and she'll take a swing at you. <laughs> Twenty. Hits. Natural or unnatural? He uh, rolled a fifteen, or she rolled a fifteen. Hits. Come back with the mace for a one plus three, uh, four damage. Okay. And then the gauntlets, the uh, iron gauntlet is going to move into melee distance, flanking, so she, he will have vantage on you. Seven plus five. It's 22 hit. What? Yeah, I'm dead. If he does three damage, I'm down. So yeah, he's gonna hit you with uh he's gonna hit you with a D eight plus three, so you're going down. Yeah, and now they're gonna kill the other two because they're traitors. 
And we uh, didn't betray you. You offer no benefits. That's just. No. I don't know how many times we gotta say, "I told you so." Well, guess what? You guys are gonna die too. You guys are gonna get tortured to death. So the Iron Gauntlet. Looks if they over come for us, corpses. we can do it. I'm, I'm telling you, this is how. If it you works. had fought with us, you, you probably you're probably gonna survive this this fight. Well, he's gonna he's gonna look at these two corpses and look back up at you. Well, it seems like we've come to an arrangement. How about I get you folks paid and you go on your way? And he starts dragging uh, you two back over to where this other gentleman is. And now you see on the wall, there's other sets of racks. There's three or four other chains set up on this wall. And it's pretty clear that these people, they're not going to just kill you. They're going to have some fun with you first. Uh, real quick, I'm, I'm talking talk to the guy. I'm saying, hey, those guys work for uh, General Zodge. Oh, yeah. Oh, flaming fists. We've been having some fun with them lately. Yeah, so it's best you keep them alive for a ransom or to get advantage on him or something like that. Well, friend, that's the funny thing about a death cult. We don't really have too many plans other than, you know, the standard. Alright, I'll walk up to the, uh, woman. Gonna do that? What the fuck do you want? Hey, uh, the money. It's over there, help yourself. She indicates to the chest, uh, overflowing with, uh, red rubies and gold. Alright, and all three of them are still up, right? So there are two baddies. There's the woman who looks heavily injured. Off one attack, she just has this one gaping wound from uh, the sneak attack. So gaping axe wound him. in her back. <laughs> Could have killed him. Could have killed him. I see. Yeah, I'll attack the woman. Yeah, my boy. Uh, <laughs> sneak attack. Go ahead. Go ahead. Ooh, Let's I go. like that so much. He played it on that, right? Yeah. Oh buddy. fuck yeah. Alright, I get 15 plus 7, 22. <laughs> yes. My boy, my boy. Let's go. Alright, and I'm so glad I got advantage. I rolled that too and I was scared. Uh, 3 plus 5. No, but I'm. I'm yeah, 3 plus 5. Uh, 8. And then I get Kills the her. melee. Kills her. The unarmed attack. Kills her. Kills her. So you Which see is... over her face. This grim, this grin, this self-satisfaction, this smug, happy self-content. Then confusion. And she looks down and she sees... How, how'd you stab her? How'd you attack her? Uh, quarter stab. I cracked her head open. Oh, yeah, never sees it coming. She's just looking that, right at you. Jaw. Oh, yeah. And you crack her and you knock her jaw across the room and she's dead. Now we know they have money on them. We get. Uh, do I do I roll death saves? Yeah. No. On you roll turn. it at the start of your turn, and right. I believe it's my turn, right? See why I just went, and then it's uh, the baddies. So, oh, I'm sorry. The baddies already went. Baddies. I'm sorry. Yeah, it is uh, August's turn. All right. Do we roll new initiative? Yeah, you guys rolled. Or... Is yeah. Adrian is Adrian gonna try and kill Y now? That's a thirteen, so that's one success. What's going One success. So you're on the ground and you stir a little bit. You're still beaten. All right, and then we are up to Ugwe's turn. Ugwe, go ahead and roll a deck saving throw. 
Pardon? You rolled oh, a nine? Saving, so. Oh, yeah, I got you. I got a ten. That passes, That's right? That's a success. Back up to the top of the order. So both uh, August and Ugwe have one successful saving throw. So looking good. Okay. A Adrian, back to the top of the order. Medicine, so if we take yeah, you can stabilize with medicine. Yeah, yeah I, I can stabilize them. They don't have to heal themselves or something like that. Correct. Yeah, all right. So it's my turn again? Uh, No, we're back at the top of the order. It is now Adrian's turn. Do it before cool. I roll on that one. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh. What's the guy looking like? They didn't land a hit on him at all, did they? That is correct. He is untouched. Untouched. Huh. Well, I guess I gotta go attack them then. Hey, alright. Seems to be what we're doing. Why wants us to just say, hey, I'm, I'm sorry. It, just, it's, it seems like the right <laughs> thing to do, I guess. Ugh. I mean... They have money, and they don't seem like they're trustworthy enough for us to be like, yeah, no, cool, we're just gonna... T like, who just says, yeah, no, go ahead, help yourself? Yeah, I mean... It's kind of yeah, sketchy. We, I just think we could take the turtle and the mage easier than we could them, so let's just... Get the Deal money. with that? Yeah. Alright, uh, is there any way for me to move into a flanking position with the other... Let's see, at this point, I'd say he is standing over the unconscious body of Ogwe. He's not really, uh, is there anyone else around him? Oh, yeah. Um, I just took out the woman. Yeah, so I would say yes, you can get on the other side of Y and flank, uh, flank this gentleman, yes. Alright, I'll move into flanking position and then roll my attack. We should probably rage first. Well, alright, that is true. I, I'm so used right. to it going without saying when I play Barbarians. Yeah, that's true. Alright, so you rage and go ahead and uh, roll attack. You have advantage. Alright, does a 18 hit? 18 hits. Let's go. Great. Um, I'll roll damage then. 11. 11 damage. 11 Very damage. nice. Grunts with the pain. Urgh. Don't get away with that, lass. How's he looking? Looks good. You know, he's very fit. He's got a six-pack. You know, I mean, it's under the chainmail, so it's rippling, and it, it does look moist, but, you know, it's like very twilight, glistening vampire. All right. We need I tell him it's nothing personal. Of course, do you understand? It's just business. And we are moving to Y. It is your turn. Just, I just told the guy real quick, you know, you guys seem like kind of badasses, and they're not. So we got to fight. I'm going to take them rather than you. So we got to get you now. Uh, real quick, this cult thing does seem to be working out for you. So uh, how, would I, how would I join? If I survive, <laughs> I whoop you. Bruh. <laughs> You're not taking over the cult of the dead. A tyranny will fall against all of you. You don't stand a chance against our god. You'll be slaves forever. Wage slaves in the capitalist system. You're, you're, you're going on a long rant about somebody who's trying to join you. They're down. I'm assuming Adrian doesn't care. So I'll join a cult. Yeah, so we're, we're going to fight you, probably kill you, and then we're going to join. We'll take your places. 
You'll never yeah. be able to yeah. take my place. My god, Mercule has favored me for if, years. If we beat you, that proves we're worthy of it, right? So, yeah. if Go we ahead. win, Seems show simple. me. Tell us how to join. Grins at you and keeps his mouth shut as he prepares for your attack. Alright, I move up and I quarterstaff him two-handed. Wap wap, go ahead and roll. Seven plus five, thirteen. That's a miss. That's a miss. Damn. All right. Uh, now one on strike. Uh, Try and one. Fuck. Oh, that was uh, that was plus seven, not five. So that was a fifteen to hit. Thirteen. Yeah. Uh, just misses him. Just misses. Hmm. All right. Now roll left. Eighteen. 18 hits. 18 hits. Yeah, I was using the uh, dex modifier, not the hit DC. Uh, three plus five, eight. Eight damage. He's looking pretty rough. He knocked the wind out of him with that, but he stumbles and rides himself. He's he's still okay. He's got some fight in him. Yeah, you guys would have been so fucked if uh, without that baller-ass sneak move to kill uh, the lady, the one hit. Yeah, you guys would have been yeah. so not, not okay. Just, it's so nice in my head. I just walk up. I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Just swap, take the chin off. Fucking, uh... That was impressive, that? man. That old-fashioned movie with the pandas fought. Not pandas. Are you uh, talking about Kung Fu Panda? No, uh... Jack Black? Pandas. I said pandas, I meant uh, polar bears. It was a scene where he just took his jaw off. I think I was like, the first time I threw up in a movie theater. That's pretty gruesome. And we've been exploding bodies down here in this dungeon. Yeah, I was like 12. I saw his chin, like his whole chin get taken off. And I Too just, young. I lost. Too young. Yeah. yeah. Alright, uh, my turn's over. That is gonna be the baddie's turn. So this chainmailed figure... being flanked by two people he's gonna try and run away well, opportunity attack from the birth of us yeah from both of you he's gonna provoke a, an opportunity attack Sweet. so he chooses death <laughs> I mean <laughs> if we succeed on these it's done for him so basically. you have chosen death <laughs> alright is he running yeah, I'm trying to pull up another another token here. How about a cow? Cow's a bad guy. 25 hit? Yeah, cows are evil creatures. 25 hits the shit out of them. Great. 17 also hits. You both hit. Oh, uh, 24 definitely hits. Oh my gosh. Natural 20 on my damage. That's 12 plus oh, 5. Wow. Wow. He's dead. He's not dead. Alright, that's my turn then. Uh, so oh, 17. How much damage did you do? Fucking overpowered. It's ridiculous. Uh, 7 plus 5, 13. Okay, how do you want to do this? You got him. Great. I just want to walk up to him. Actually, can I do non lethal damage to him? Yeah, I'd say uh, you can pull back at the last second. <laughs> I just want to. Uh, I want to just like do like the old fashioned martial art movie, just hit him with like the blunt end of the quarterstaff. <laughs> just like the very, very tip, just poke him in the head real quick. 
He freezes up. Did you just say the blunt end of a quarter The whole quarter is blunt? He hit him with the sharp end of a basketball. I tried to run past that part of the statement because I said blunt and I was like, fuck. And then I just said the end. Because I don't know what you would call it besides the end. Yo, let's hit him with the blunt end. Which end do you want to hit him with? The blunt one. Which one's that? I mean, technically, hit him with the tip. So you just give him the tip, and he freezes up, and he, he locks up, and his eyes are... He's locking eyes with you. He can see you, but he can't move his body. It won't obey. My staff is mighty. It's, it is what it is. Uh, no one gives I, me the tip. <laughs> I walk up to him, and uh, I just say, hey, you're, you're going to die right now. We beat you. We've proven ourselves superior. Will you let us join your cult? You... Uh, 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 We'll never defeat the dead. Roll persuasion Sorry. checks or something? Yes, go ahead and roll persuasion check. You're gonna need a high Fast talk, intimidation, anything you want. Inti intimidation sounds fun. Uh, I don't have. I'm not better at that, actually. Yeah, just 15. 15, and this is gonna be against him. Charm. Uh, 17 plus the 1. Uh, I'll say, actually, um, you succeed, Adrian. Why? He uh, kind of laughs you off. He, he's not about a person to be persuaded. However, in the face of imminent death, he turns over to you, Adrian, and cowers in fear. As he should. Well, he's got it done now. He can't just... I mean, there's no other choice. Dare you not respect me? Now you die! I mean... <laughs> I mean, Adrian is a very intimidating figure. Just giant, pink, six-eight, muscular male. Absolute fear. That would scare a shit out of me. Do we get a level for defeating these guys? You said you're pink. Yeah, that's what. Yes. I mean. That's what I was like. What fucking race are you again? <laughs> He's an orc. Oh. Well, half orc. Half orc, half fairy. Right, uh... I mean, they can come in purple. All right, go ahead, Why? I, I was saying, uh, what did he say about the cult? Uh, he's saying that you'll never defeat the Dead Three. It's hard for him to talk, though. He's a bit locked up. It's almost like he's being tased. All right, but uh, she beat the Intimidation Roll, right? He would tell us how to join? Yes, so... so you tell ask Adrian him, how to join. You I'm ask him how to join, him. and he spits and spittles, and through the foam, he says... Everyone can follow the dead three, any of the gods. Just devote yourself and give in to the death. And with that, he starts to violently convulse and shake. And his foam say, just starts spurting out of him. I say put him up on the shackles. Did we get some death saving throws? No, no, no. Don't, don't put him on the... Uh, you guys are out of initiative. Oh, can I? So we have to stabilize them though. One, one second, though, I'm gonna say, uh, help me real quick to Adrian. I'm gonna take him and run him to the other room. Then run back to, uh, what is it, August? Take the spell books. Spell books. <laughs> uh, I hate you so much. Same with the turtle. So go ahead and put in your inventory three spell books. Uh, I can help with dragging the bodies. So. To the yeah. bottom of the gold. 
Agway and August go ahead and remove those spell books from your inventory. Uh, I never put them in there in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys are dragging out your uh, friends from the uh, from the torture chamber here. Wait, real quick. Uh, what were those spells? Tasha City's laughter. I remember burning cans, right? There was there was charm person in the third one. There was detect magic. There was the burning hands. Oh, he put them in the chat. Yeah. Um, I'm putting them in now. Charm person. He said, Tasha City Slapter, Charm Person. Detect I'll go ahead and read it out for you now. Spellbook 1 Burning Hands, Detect Magic, Disguise Self, Fog Cloud, Ray of Sickness, Silent Image. Spellbook 2 Charm. You got it. You wrote too fast. Uh, I got Detect Magic. That's it. Disguise Self? Alright, Disguise Self. You know what? Um, instead of taking up uh, game time, I'll go ahead and post these in the chat later. All right. That would help, yes. Yes, he can be taught. So, I'm going to ask Ugwe and August for dexterity th saving throws. Dexterity or death? Dex saving throws. So, death saving throws are dexterity saving throws. I'm going to. They are? They are? I thought it was just you don't add anything to it. It's just a flat d20. Yeah. I believe you're right, actually. Yeah. I got a 15, so that's another success. Two successes oh, for yeah, Ugway. <laughs> Damn, that's a seven. Yeah. One that's one failure here for me. One and one for August. It would really be an ass thing to do if we just stomped you, so you'd have that one failure and you have to start over. My character. I just had a brilliant character God. idea. We, me and uh, Adrian got rid of that other body, so it looks like we just paid him off. And uh, I'm gonna use some medicine to stabilize them. I guess I'll stabilized. use it for the other one as well. I, I got plus three, so I can just do both if you don't have anything to it. I got a 19, so. So oh, okay. both of them are stabilized, and I am correct in assuming you have removed or hidden the bodies of uh, both these torturers? No, we left the woman, so we say we attacked, trying to defend after we saw you go down. And you just get one health, right? Yeah. You go back to zero, you're stabilized, but you don't have any health. Yeah, you're not conscious so I'm yet. Conscious. I'm gonna use my hit dice, that's a uh, d10 plus three. Good. I think... It won't show me, but... For second win? Oh, that's cool. I got a 10. I'm back to max. That's fun. Yeah. Uh, I guess I'm just still unconscious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I put the spell books in the bottom of the uh, thousand gold chest. Oh my. You taking that? So you guys look over at this chest, and there's quite a bit more than just 2,000 gold. You see that this thing's filled to the brim, and there's rubies, red rubies, in it. Can I, can I go over there and, uh, um, hey, uh, in that spellbook, there's detect magic. Maybe we asked a wizard to use it, see if there's anything magical in here. I, I, I already have that, by the way. <laughs> oh, can I ask, I ask you if you can, uh, do a, t a detecti magiki. I'm unconscious. Also, uh, I was gonna say, before, uh, Portal World... I had messed up my own face, so it looked like I was fucked up, and just said, Oh, no, uh, we lost the fight when we saw you guys go down badly. We took out the woman, but the guy, uh, he had to be paid off. They have to make books. a deception check. Oh, oh, okay then. 
Let's do it. Insight check. Go ahead. Check. Against, uh, yeah, I'll go say uh, insight against uh, deception. Deception of 17. Yeah. All right, I got this. I got this. I got this. I also rolled a 17. Huh. So I succeed. You do? Because <laughs> I'm, I'm countering your roll, and the person who's countering gets... I'm going to say that, Ugwe, you smell something fishy. You're not sure what kind of tale he's trying to spin, but you suspect that they didn't pay this guy off at all. <laughs> and I would like to check my body for anything missing. Yeah, I just told you the books were missing. You don't have to check for that. Yeah, you you pat yourself down, and your keys are missing, your car keys are gone, and the spellbook is gone. <laughs> I would like to be like, hmm, I think you stole my spellbooks. On what that grounds? Is, that is an opinion, <laughs> but there are two of us and one of you. So. Huh. It's funny, because I figure the... Uh, if I looked around, I might find the <laughs> mail spot. Even if you do, what can you do? <laughs> I could kill both of you, but I won't. You could try. Could you? Hey, how, how did you get? How did you like got not unconscious? By the way, did you use like a thing or something? I use my hit dice. Yeah, second win. No, I have a hit dice. I'm confused oh, about that I too. What is, what is that? Because I thought hit dice were used on like short rests short rest, or long yeah, rests. I, I thought, thought you could... were right. I'll use my second win then. Can you use that unconscious? I don't think you can uh, use second wind unconscious. I believe, Ugwe, yeah, you're so still down, friend. So this entire alt thing yeah. has just been them unconscious. Yeah, they're unconscious, and you guys are kind of just walking around. I got my three successes, therefore I'd be awake, and then I use my hit dice. Okay. I still got my three successes. So You won't die, but you're unconscious. Yeah, you're just stabilized. One health or unconscious. You don't. I thought you would use second wind, which is why you got back up. You still have to be healed. Yeah, that's why I use my second wind, because that would that would heal me the max. Or a short rest or whatever it would heal us. Yeah, that's what, I was, that's what I asked. But then you said use your hit dice, and that's where the confusion. Yeah, came. sorry, I totally screwed that up. I'm in second wind. You, I, you still have to be conscious for that. Uh, I do. Yeah. I'm looking it up. Yeah. But so I have to be conscious to use your abilities in this game. That's how it works. Yeah, I succeeded all my death saving throws, therefore I'd be up with I'm one, looking right? it up now, I'm gonna no, see what yes. happens when you actually succeed in three deck saving throws, and if you go to one hit point death or not. not Medicine yeah, helps you succeed on the last one, right? Or does it just stabilize and you don't make the throw at all? It just stabilizes. I don't say so yeah, I... If you make all three successes, you're up. Because how else would you wake up then? You didn't get to the third you one, you stabilized rest. you. Or a long rest, and you wake up after when you. Uh, medicine checks give you give you freaking what do you call them? S uh, successes. Yeah, that's stable. Yeah, but you're still unconscious. Yeah. I'm, I'm just gonna you're just stabilized. What happens uh, when you succeed a death a death saving throw? All three death saving throws. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's. I assume they put that in. Death saving throws. Uh, you succeed all because they didn't know that that you were right. Uh, da, 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 da. Okay, uh on your third success, die. Yeah. Uh, you become stable. 
So yeah, it really yeah. doesn't say much. At this point, it's DM discretion. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and make a call on this. I'm going to say if you roll three successful death saving throws, you're back at one HP. Because right, and then I use my second one to get me to max. It's a little bit too much to to rely on a, a group to bring you back. I think you should be able to roll out of it. So that's where we're going to go with. Ugwe, you're I... back at 1 HP. If you'd like to do second win, please do so. Yeah, I did. I've actually uh, found something. It says when you roll a 20 on your death saving throw, you become conscious and regain 1 HP. Yeah, I do know no, that. When you roll a 20, that just counts as two failures. I mean, successes. That, yeah. Yeah. I like so I that rule. <laughs> no, I like that stable, rule. Stable is a uh, status right here. I'm reading it now. The stable creature doesn't make death saving throws, even though it has zero hit points, but it does remain unconscious. The creature stops being stable and must start making death saving throws again if it takes any damage. A stable creature that isn't healed regains one hit point after one d4 hours. All right, so I'll roll a d4 then. Oh, okay. Yes, I After too. four hours, I will get. <laughs> All right, so one, you recover one HP after one D four hours. So, uh, Ugwe, four what'd hours. you roll? I got uh, me and him both got fours. So four hours, you guys are taking a nap. Well yeah. then. So I say I'm looking at uh, Adrian. I say we get this gold somewhere safe. They got banks here, right? Let's get to it. Bag of holding always help in this situation, but I guess we don't have that. Scam us out of the gold when I did ninety percent of the damage. And go, oh, okay. The, you did no I've, damage. I've, I'm just saying this <laughs> now. I've I've never played a campaign where we're like stealing each other's loot. I I really hope this like doesn't come up again. Goodness gracious! It, it, it won't because I actually can't use them. But yeah, you did. You're just your lot. instincts took over, huh? <laughs> for, for you guys yeah. to take that much gold, you'd become encumbered and almost couldn't move. Yeah, yeah. I mean, pretty much. So we can make multiple trips. Because if the man... I can carry quite a bit. Yeah. I mean, you guys hurt do you have a bank account? <laughs> I had to finish off the woman. You guys did barely anything. Bro, I did. You, you did. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm, I sure. did. I, I, we took down the man completely by ourselves. You, you took nothing. down the man. I'll give you credit for the man. Yeah, the man was did. more powerful than the woman. Like he I, took yeah, quite I, a few hits. I'm the, the only one that didn't accomplish anything. Yeah, you didn't even take down the woman. Yeah, because yeah, I, 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 mean, I tried. At least, at least I was gonna. At least I was gonna help him at the start. Like, well, I tried and I succeeded. So I'm gonna take that gold, and they offered us the gold. So, to kill you, know, you guys, and we didn't. Did you get that much gold into a bank within four hours? Because you can't lift that much, and making so many trips would cost a lot of time. It's a chest. I've got 11 strength, actually. So that's not really okay. Helpful. Yeah. But I use, can they make, my decks. Can they make, I use my decks instead. So you could make. You could. You could both make a, like a helping. Like like one of you could roll, and then one of you could take the help option to like both carry it together. Yeah, I mean, I have up. quite a bit of strength, I guess. Yeah, you're a barbarian. Like, you can do your job for once. <laughs> and I, I can. I guess we're just carrying it up. We got four hours. We're well, you guys, what? You guys can Twenty minutes in. All right, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Who's approaching the chest and grabbing onto it? Should uh, we not? Strength? I can use my decks instead. That's a twenty. So you're not going to be flipping around a chest trying to carry it. <laughs> I, but I can use my decks uh, instead because I'm a martial artist. Dex does not equal strength. It's a feature. Oh, uh, that's for attack. That's what they can do. No, he's right. Uh, yeah, I can only use it uh, in, in damage or attack rolls. 
Up, up. Guess I'll be the one picking up the chest. Well, you can both. You can both. You one of you can pick it up, and the other can just take the help option and add their roll to your, you know, no, your total. No, it's not adding a roll. It's advantage. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. So again, we have four hours. I'm and we've we've how far long have we been in the sewer? Full what? Like five, ten minutes. Oh, I mean, if that, you probably you've just been down here a few seconds. Wow. Yeah, we cool. Were, so we got more than enough time. Oh yeah, but still I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So you guys have been down here a couple hours. Because uh, so we walked here. down, we went into the thing. We had the first fight, which was one turn, which was like a minute. A minute. D and D time. Not even. That's like a couple, That's like a couple seconds. seconds. Yeah. Oh wow. Then we, we went over to these other guys and we fought. You guys went down. I think there was three turns, so you could say I was five max because I lost it. I, I know I held my action twice and then got involved once. True, but moving between the encounters, okay, I'll say that it's, you know, not in the two-hour range, but you're definitely pushing an hour. All right, so That's have, fine. That seems reasonable. Yeah, that's what fights. We have four hours to get this back up. You you can roll your, uh, roll your, roll the d20 with the advantage. Uh, if you have athletics, I guess you would use that. It wouldn't be athletics. It'd be a straight strength check. Yes, I mean, mine are the same, so. Okay. All right, so you walk so, over the chest. Uh, Nineteen you... plus three. Okay, that's yeah, that's gonna be enough. So you're gonna clap your hands together like an Olympic weightlifter, squat down, kind of stomp your feet, puff out the cheeks, lift it up. It's heavy. I mean, you're barely getting it up, and you know you're kind of having to be helped by why he's kind of balancing it. But you guys got it up, and you're making your way out of the dungeon. All right, so we're walked out the bathhouse, right? I'm going to go up to the nearest guy and say, hey, we need to know where the bank is. Can you tell us? Isn't Baldur's Gate full of thieves and murderers and they're carrying a few thousand gold in a chest? Yep, they sure are. They can try. They, they wouldn't know, the, would know what's in the chest. It's closed. Uh, if they're seeing a gold-lined chest, yeah. what do you think they're going to assume is in it? So. Again, he just said it was a wooden chest, right? Uh, I, He said it was embroidered. All right, so you guys will come up the stairs to the bathhouse, up through the trap door that opens up into this massage room, and there's two uh, gentlemen in there, uh, Fire Genasi, and uh, give you the massage to a what seems like a very pasty older gentleman. And they both look up at you as you come into the room. I pull my quarter step out just not to him and walk out and just uh, tell Adrian to walk out while I watch them. They give you an awkward glance, but they don't say anything. They they kind of are just confused and hoping you'll leave. Agent's giving a good day, gentlemen. Walks by nonchalantly like it's no big deal. Like you see a person carrying a chest every other day. I poke my head back in real quick. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, where's the nearest bank? Oh, yeah, no problem. They kind of wave to you. They're still confused. Um, down the road, it's actually very close. It's you know, half a block that way. Okay, Is, that trust Is that bank trustworthy? It's one of the best in all of Baldur's Gate. The Raven's Claw. Huh. I'm gonna thank them for their information and apologize for interrupting their small session. Again, they give you like a confused, raised eyebrow and a slow wave. Yep, they're, they're fine with it. Cool. So you guys walk out of the bathhouse, down the street, and you... The part of town that you're in, it's it's pretty uh, upper middle class. It's not the slums like outside of the city where it's just tent village. 
it's not um it's not the towards the harbor which is you know pretty run down it's more um the common mounds rabble making and scratching a living this is the upper middle class of the uh, mercantile class it's not quite in the inner wall of the nobility but surrounds just the outside and you come up to the raven's claw and you notice that this is a is a pretty good establishment all hardwood very secure looking and what you can see is that there is a lot of interesting stonework that goes around the foundation of this building as you go in and and that's what you realize is probably one of the added security features when this place was constructed yeah uh we just walk into the bank hey we need to open an account you walk in and there is a very tall Hogwarts-like desk and a gnome sitting behind it and all you can see, you don't see the gnome, you see like the top of a short person's head and a four foot tall feather going back and forth pretty rapidly but just flailing all over the place. Wait, I have a question. Is Hold that on. Room? Sorry. Ooh, no, you're good. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Open the account. Uh, where, where are you coming from? Where do you need? Uh, you need a safety deposit box. We actually have uh, uh, stores. Uh, keep your uh, coin in. Is this a coin? Uh, it's coin, some jewels, and some magic books. Oh, fantastic. I'll have you know that we have a minimum deposit of at least five gold, so if you're not able to meet that, <laughs> I'm going to have trouble opening an account for you today, but you know, you ought to understand we're trying to maintain a business here. we got to keep the doors open, and we got to have certain minimums, so I appreciate you. Of course. Yes, of, course. Yes, of course. I've got that gold on me from my starting background, so I could just hand him that. I don't want to open the chest in middle of the bank. What's the, the maximum amount we can put in here without being suspicious? Well, uh, we uh, receive very large sums from many of our customers. We understand that a lot of these things are in transit. They're not 100% for savings. We also you know, have a business account, so it, a lot of escrow. It's essentially what we specialize here in. Many uh, accounts payable. Accounts receivable, specialized in movement is really what the Raven's Claw is, uh, is good at. However, if you need a... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Harry Potter death, the Raven's Claw. <laughs> Introduce our new characters if this does go wrong, Mr. DM Man. Oh, you're doing alright, man. <laughs> your turtle's fine. I, I don't want to lose the turtle. So we're, just, I'm we're, gonna... just, we're just napping in the sewer. Right? The problem is, is that... You said the room we have gone down in and are sleeping in was submerged a little bit, and if we again, did... I did a medicine check on you, so you guys are stabilized. I would have gotten your yeah, but if we, <laughs> if we if we go at all without air, then we take damage, and that gets rid of our stabilized status. Drown. You guys I mean, turtles are not can't drowning. drown. I only have an hour. I'll away. drown before he drowns. Yeah, no, but we've both been asleep for four hours. We're probably both dead by now. Yeah. Uh, well, God. If, if, if it happens. We don't have to argue why we lost the books. Yeah, no, I'm just gonna make a new character real quick because I've. Are wait, no, no, no. Are we actually uh, dead, DM? I no. mean, we would have moved you out of the water. We're not. You have. You never. You guys heartless. are not dead. You guys are waking up in uh, a few hours <laughs> if they don't come back and save you, which I'm sincerely hoping they do. But anyway, this gnome glances over at you and he it. eyes the chest and he's like specifically looking at this chest and he's like. Well, well, are you going to open it up and show me? What do we have? I need to know what we're dealing with. I don't have all day. Uh, I'm going to turn the Y. Uh, would it be... Yeah, so we don't, we're going to keep that chest closed. We can just go into the bank account. We can just go into the room and open up the chest there. 
Yes, of course, we have a, a secure room. Please come back and follow me. And he jumps off this stool and falls about four or five feet. You're, you kind of jump forward to catch him, but he lands softly and starts guiding you over to this enormous vault door towards the back of the room. And this thing is massive. It's got to be at least two or three feet thick of just solid metal. You're not sure what type either. It looks like some kind of fascinating forge technique where the metal was forged crisscross maybe like some kind of pattern it's certainly some kind of dwarven forging method that is very interesting almost fractal he dwarves. jumps up on this uh he jumps up on this turner knob thing and kind of like wiggles his body and pulls up and down and eventually it starts to move and spins down and he feet touches the ground again as he gives it another little push and this thing spins for at least <laughs> 10 seconds before and then you guys are led down a hallway with a series of other vault doors very um get smart eventually after what seems like a, just a, a little too long you find yourselves at a very long marble table which uh you're frankly very grateful for this chest is just digging into your back as you put it down with a large thud you see all over the rooms are different size safety deposit box and he's shuttling over and he's looking at the box looking back down and he's like okay this one this one here is uh yeah, it's box number 666 that'd be perfect and Logan <laughs> goes over unlocks it and hands you the key this will your key and there you go is a spare and uh, one for you as well my lady a spare for you i'm assuming this what? account is will be a, a joint account between the two of you you are you can are a couple so one person can't access it with the out the other person's key uh no no there's the both keys work uh, equally well either of you will be able to open this box with either uh, any four of these keys I, I like to give the customers a spare because they're always losing them and then I don't have to deal and they come back. I, you understand it's more it's more convenient for me to facilitate you with the means of maintaining your own monetary situation, you understand? Yeah, so uh, can we get two boxes? Yes, of course. I assumed because you had the one chest, you only needed one box, but of course, would you like another container? Uh, can fetch it for you if you so require. Yes, please. All right, he shuffles off back down the Get Smart hallway, and you hear a thump thump. <laughs> so he gets uh, through all the doors and eventually comes back. Another box, puts it on the table, and then leaves you to the privacy um, after giving both of you your own separate lockboxes. Sweet. So I'm talking to uh, Adrian now. We have to get back and help them so they don't, you know, die because they're apparently useless in a fight. Uh, <laughs> we can split the money two ways because, I mean, I don't trust you. You don't trust me. I can assume just because we just very – we just robbed our own teammates, so we are very obviously not trustworthy people. <laughs> uh, you have the key to your safety deposit box. I do want 666, so can I get the key for that one? Do you get the key for the other deposit box? The irony of – Yeah. Uh, all right, I just uh, I switch keys. I give you, or I take the keys, all the keys for six six six, and give you all the keys for the box you just opened up. I have no and problem I'm... with this. You seem like a fairly logical person. If your earlier actions are any example, yeah. I guess. Again, what's with them? Oh, let's fight people who are torturing the guy because he might not be a willing zealot. Like, <laughs> crazy. 
at me, and then I just start splitting the money. So you divide up the money evenly, and there's quite a bit of gold here. You're not sure how much, but after splitting it and the, the loose gems, or uh, you suspect they might be rubies, actually, each one of these rubies has got to be worth at least three, five hundred gold each. You guys could easily live very well for the rest of your life off this score. You split it up, you assume that each of you has received just in gold, probably between four and five thousand gold each. Split two ways, so that was about ten thousand gold total, so four or five thousand gold each, and then yeah, in the in the chest, I mean, it wasn't necessarily overflowing with rubies, but they were mixed in. So each of you say uh, three, five rubies each. All right. Uh, I I ask uh, Adrian, do you want to split? You know, take I take half a bit of my money. You take a bit of yours. We buy a bag of holding. That would probably be best. Yeah. All right, and I assume we don't have to carry this. I asked the goblin. I, I walk out real quick. Ask him. I assume if we buy something with our accounts, we can just have them come here to collect it. Yes, yes, of course. Uh, you have to understand they'll have to have the proper uh, forms and certifications. I'll need at least a note, a uh, notarized note, and we'll have to have your signature on file to compare and affirm this when they come in. But yes, yes, that is, of course, business. Okay. Uh, very standard. Uh, I'm going to give you a code word. There's going to be somebody who comes in trying to access my account and hers for a bag for enough money to buy a bag of holding. Very good. Standard affair. We'll uh, make a note of it. Yes. Okay, the password is, I'm a very trustworthy teammate. I am a very trustworthy teammate. Yes, okay, it's on your account. We have it for you, Mr. Y. Of course, that's a, that's a password and a just a general description of who I am. Alright, uh, I... Yes, of course, I could tell. For those rubies, uh... Can we just give those to you to sell? Unfortunately, we are not in the ruby selling business. You'll have to go to the market and find a, a gentleman who will be willing to trade with that. We specifically store and move money. It's not so much in the selling game. Sweet. All right. And do you have any healing potions here? Unfortunately, sir, you have exhausted our services unless... There's anything else I can help you with your account? Lee, I would ask you to leave I me to my work. Excuse me? If I paid you for the potions, roughly twice their value, could I get them? Well, I mean, I'm sure I could put out a word. I mean, you're going to give me a thousand gold for each of these potions that I've been able to Well, that's for? not really necessary. They can eat some food. All right, uh... Just remember that password, and uh, I, I guess we sort the money, put it up, and walk back. Fantastic. I'd like oh. Yeah, I'd like to put a small password on my account as well, but... Oh, yes, of course, dear. Yeah. What do you need? Basically setting up my account and giving you my signature. Yes, of course, dear, and uh, you'll just sign here, and also on this form here. No, 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 no initial here, please. And good also uh your past phrase or also a word or a date perhaps we also accept a series of numbers all right for the password it's going to be a pin number i guess so nine eight six four 
9864, just four digits, hon. I'm, that's not very secure. I mean, who would think that a barbarian would try and put something so secure there? They probably think it's fair, my name. Fair point. Uh, barbarians, I mean, not the sharpest tool in the shed, but not you, of course. You're fine, my dear. <laughs> well, if you need anything else, you come on back now, and then we'll be seeing you. We're always here at your service. Have a great day. Uh, you I as well. A magic shot. Okay. Uh, We're coming back down to you guys. Just need to get some potions in case we run into something else. Yeah, yeah. In case you need to, you know, turn invisible and steal our shit again. We didn't have to turn <laughs> invisible. We just waited for you guys to get knocked out, finish the job you couldn't, and then took your money. I feel like yeah. there might be some hard feelings, but that's just a feeling. Yeah, I have no, I have never been in a fucking group where the DM lets you steal from other players. I'm sorry. We gave you fair warning about trying to confront them when they had nothing to do with us. We had a set yeah. mission to do, and you went off. Okay, is it? I don't, I don't want to be like, I don't want to have those guys like blocking our exit. Is why is the reason I did it. They weren't blocking the exit. They were in the room torturing a guy. That was our only way out. Yeah, we can. No. No, they were in a room that was sealed to the left. It was a sealed room. We could have. Hang on, let me look at the map. Again. No, they would have yeah. seen you. Uh, yeah. They would have seen you if you guys had snuck by them, which would have been difficult because their perception was pretty high. But if you guys had managed to get by them, uh, they would have gotten you on the way out, and that would have been bad because what did you probably I tell you? would have been low health. Again, we they're this. No, what is it? Uh, Turtle. Again, I keep forgetting your name. I'm sorry. Ugway. Ugly. 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 Right there. I'm no Descendant. He died. He, he said he was there. He, he walked down into the little left room and that's where he saw the people. Yeah, no, I, 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 uh, I, I, uh, yeah, no. Yeah, the room to the, this little room right here to the left, this little section, he said that's where they, that's where they were. We could have just turned right back around and went and got Captain Zodge, which was my plan. True, true. That was a possibility. So they were standing on where this line is, on this little platform here, torturing this poor gentleman in the Northlern nook there. Oh, I thought they were in. I thought they were in the bigger room next to that. So you guys I were standing. It would have been easier was. to sneak past them, mainly because their attention was occupied with torturing the guy. And he seemed to be yeah. screaming pretty loud. Our footsteps well, like would have been like covered. Like they said, they would have gotten you on the way out if they didn't do it. If, if we failed the check, yeah, and they had high perception. Yeah, we just what was their well, perception? Can we stop arguing? I really want to. Yeah, play. what's done is done. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. We'll keep going. Perception of 15 for the gentleman, plus 2, and uh, 12 for the lady, so plus 1. So, you guys, if you all ran, uh, rolled above a 16, well, not necessarily, but yeah, anyway. I mean, rolling that now, I got a 20. I probably would have. Right. I got a plus 7 of stealth. That would have been good. So you guys People make your way back. out of the bank, back down the hallway, or excuse me, back down the main thoroughfare, leading back to the bathhouse, and you see a very strange house. It's almost uh, completely conal, not cylindrical, but it's almost like a witch's hat burrowed into the ground. And it's uh, green, but it's not the same green. It's almost like it fades to a lighter green as it gets towards the top of the building, and there's smoke... Purple smoke, green smoke, hey, yellow smoke coming this. out of this place? 
uh, story background, but I just I don't want to be just on a mission between not just the two of us. So I want to get them back up. I'm just gonna walk in and buy some potion. Uh, how kind of you. All right, we're gonna skip that role playing, and you buy how many potions? Uh, two. Two regulars. Three. Three, yeah. Three regs. I quite enjoyed the role play personally, but uh, I would like to try and find someone to sell the rubies to. Preferably okay. someone who looks like a mage. So in the magic shop that you uh, just walked in in this uh, boar's hat knockoff, they're going to go ahead and accept gems because <laughs> this is a, a reagent kind of hungry place. So how many of the rubies would you like to sell? I'm selling all of mine, so the... Oh, fantastic, dear. Sell all me your rubies. Very good. I can give you 100 gold each. No. Well... I feel like I was giving you a fantastic price, but if that's not something you're willing to do, then I... Alright, how about, um... Del, you're pretty shrewd. I'll, I'll give you a fair offer this time. 300 each. I can do that, yes. Alright, so go ahead and write in your inventory 3,000 gold. Cool. And would also, you like... do they have bags of holding? Oh, my dear... Fantastic. And he uh, rummages around in the back. He's gone for a while, and you hear like a bang. Ah, goddammit! Obviously fell off something. Eventually brings out a chest, puts it on the table, opens it up, and you find three different bags, all, all very beautiful. One is a red velvet, and another is like um, a tanned black leather. And the final one is just a very plain burlap sack, but... He brings them out and says, yeah, so these are your options. Each one, bag of holding, standard. Hmm. I'll take the uh, black and tan one. Oh, yes, a classic leather, very nice. Ow! Actually just smacked myself. That's very good, very good. He uh he holds out the um the bag of holding and he kind of lifts it up and says, so "This is your uh, standard bag of holding, a uh, type one, as they might say. Uh, two thousand gold for you, since you brought me so many lovely rubies." Yeah, we all just got hit with something. Yeah, that's what I was. That was weird. I think Discord servers was that was yeah. No, that was that was terrible. I couldn't hear anybody. I don't think anybody could hear me. Alright, well, we're good now, so... Sorry, guys. Uh, yeah, it looks like my voice thing is back to 31 milliseconds or whatever. Uh, yeah, he's gonna ask for 2,000 gold for the bag of holding. Wait, alright, I'll pay. I'll buy, uh... I'm sorry, what were the colors again? Oh, no, we lost, uh, Adrian. Yeah. Hey, she's back. So the colors are a uh, black leather bag, a red velvet bag, and then a tan burlap sack bag. And I believe Adrian is going for the black uh, leather one. Yep. Yeah. I'll get the red velvet. Ah, that's uh, my dice bag is a red velvet one. I feel like the black is a bit more... Oh, well, uh, yes, well, the black uh, be 2,000 gold, so if you please... Uh, uh, Give me back those gold coins I gave you, hon. And then also for you, the red one, um, that one's going to be a type 2 bag. 
and that will actually be 5,000 gold pieces. What's the difference? Uh, looks like this one's heavier. For me to carry, or can it hold more stuff? The bag weight is 25 pounds for you to carry. It can hold 500 pounds versus the 250 pounds of the black leather bag. I'm going to say actually both these are type 2. He's just going to give a really nice discount to um, Adrian because he really likes the rubies. <laughs> right, uh, but yeah, each of them can carry 500 pounds and have a 70 cubic feet content volume limit. Alright, sweet. If I gave you some rubies like she did, can I get uh, pay these, buy this for a thousand? Well, we can certainly cut a deal, but I'm going to need a more than a thousand. What's your, what's the limit? How much you need? For you, I'll say three thousand. With, of course, if you give me... Give me six of the rubies, and we'll call it a square deal. I have that many rubies, right? You have ten. Alright, sweet. Uh, what if I gave you ten rubies instead and got the got a larger discount? Well, I think we could knock that down to, say, two thousand gold? Mm, needs to go down a little bit further. Three hundred each, right? It give you an extra four. That's... Uh -huh. uh, very shrewd gentleman, I can tell. 1500 my final offer. Deal. Alright, he hands over the uh, red velvet bag with a shing and a sparkle. Okay, uh, go to the bank, this bank, uh, I forgot the, uh, the Raven's Claw. And tell them you're ordering from Ty, ask for the rubies and the money. Right. Very good, yes, yes, very good, all right. Get them paid over the, uh, the boss hat knockoff immediately, yes, yes. Get them out and get them paid, yes. And I, I told the guy to go to the bank. Ah, oh, uh, oh, fantastic. And uh, yeah, he uh, gives you a nod. And he, um, he says, okay. He gives you a bit of a squint. He's like, all right, I trust you. I'm sure you're good for it. Sweet. Sorry to receive the rubies. can't access it without my password, right? That is correct. He'll need um, he'll need the password for the uh, and a written... yeah, and a written signature. Sweet. I say, all right. Just ask them. Say it's for uh, Y, and I walk out. Interesting. <laughs> all right. Yeah, he won't say anything. He's like, all right, pleasure doing business you, with you. And you complain about us making enemies. <laughs> I actually go. I just didn't want him to have access to my account ever. So I'll just walk back to the Raven's Claw, get the staff, walk back, and then pay him with that. Alright, so you guys uh, finish your transactions at the magic store, you load up on potions and bags of holding. Yeah, Maybe fuck I... over this poor magic user, magic maker, but uh, alright. While we're there, actually, I'm gonna get the uh... Oh my god. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm, I'm so sorry, I probably should have asked it earlier, but uh... Yeah, do they have, like, wolfsbane poison or just any general poison? Oh dear, you're going to have to ask a shady character, perhaps a, a fiendish rogue for something like that. You see, my humble partake, my humble professions just focuses on healing individuals, perhaps. Hard to come by magic reagents, but nothing like that. Sorry, dear. 
Uh, real quick, I'm gonna get my. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were done. I was gonna say I was gonna get the magic books back, not the uh, the two I got, and get them out. So, what are you three doing with those uh, those three magic books? Where are those? Uh, I thought I had two, and I gave uh, Adrian one. I was gonna keep my two and just bring them back. I didn't feel like I wasn't gonna multi-class, so I didn't need them. All right, you got them on you. Right, you guys making I, your way back down to the bathhouse? Uh, real quick, I want to ask the guys, is there any way for me to stop these from getting, uh, stop the bag of holding from getting stolen, like an enchantment or something, or no? Well, I suggest you keep an eye on it and don't let it uh, fall into a inopportune okay. happenstance. Yeah, all right, I just uh, walk back down. So you guys meet back out on the street and start walking over to the bathhouse? Yep, apparently. I mean, if you're trying to do something, you can't. I've just... I, it's not I know. They don't have what can't do much. Yeah. I'm going to say running around the town, opening a bank account, taking your time, picking up some magic potions, some bag of holding, probably picked up a crepe, maybe a croissant, ham and cheese. Really make and, sure... Uh, huh? I don't have my bag of holding on my waist. I have it like inside my, uh, breast, like my leather. Sure, you conceal it. You don't want to be flaunting your wealth. As you guys kind of tuck uh, tuck your bags of holding and kind of make sure your phone's in your pocket, check your wallet, check your phone, check your keys, you make your way back through the bathhouse, through the beautiful courtyard, back in through the front door. There are a few scantily clad women bathing themselves, kind of look up at you and kind of questioning eyes. They're not sure why you're there. You're storming uh, right through the place. Make your way to the back them, I'll room. say, I will be back. I was a monk. I'm not anymore. Well, spiritually. And I just got a lot of money. I got some, I got some time to uh, make up for. Oh my, really? Yeah. I do tell. And they kind of all start, like, uh, giving you the flirty eyes. I have Adrian to do this waves. later. I think somebody's going to die uh, if we don't get down there. But I, this will this will continue. And I just give them the uh, I'm watching you thing. Head back down. Portal dead. They wave at you, Adrian. They they look at you, but they they're kind of confused by your presence as you walk through and make your way back to the secret room. The massage room is empty as you make your way towards the trap door and then back down into the dungeon. Alright, uh they're still unconscious, right? Or you guys emerge into the room where the horrific battle transpired, and they are both face down in bloody pools. <laughs> Nothing left but chopped up cubes where their bodies were. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, they're still alive, breathing heavily, and it seems like they're just on the cusp of returning to consciousness as you arrive. Mr. Right, DM, the, uh... may I, Mr. DM, man, may I ask you a question? Go ahead. Is it okay if my turtle is perished? Um, no. You have to, um, because you rolled three successes, correct? I, he yeah. wants to, he wants to make it, he, do, he doesn't want to play a fighter, is what he's saying. Yeah, no, I've never played a fighter before, and I wanted to try it, but I wasn't really sure. But if you want me to play it, that's fine. Ugly? I can, I I'm not going to force yeah. you to play a fighter. You can change any kind of thing about your character that you would like. Beautiful. Yeah, honestly, I kind of don't want to play a wizard after realizing that, like, a major, <laughs> like, fucking... No, I'm a major thing of my class can just get stolen from me. So, your wizard Harry. Uh, your spellbook actually, be... I don't think 
Well, I mean, he didn't steal yeah. your spell yeah, book. Like, he just stole the other books. Yeah, I know, but like, I wouldn't put it above him. <laughs> As a DM, I can't stop another player actually, from doing what they're going to do. No, for real though, the spell books I think can't be taken. Uh, you're, you're... They're a, a feature of my inventory, so they could. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. And that's why Ugwit. I'm gonna probably play something else like a sorcerer. Ugh, Mr. DMN, Ugwit has seen the light near of his ways, and this dark domain he's turned into a grave domain cleric. Hey, that was the last character I played. Cool. And so August. God. <laughs> August is face down in the water. Doesn't seem to be breathing. Can I? Can I take? Because I would have became the cleric in this area, can I take the neutral evil one, like the least evil one here, or are they all like very evil? All right, I'm gonna put uh, a pin in this until we come back to character creation. So I want to get to a uh, what do you call that? A cliffhanger to end tonight's episode. So we're gonna jump through the character alterations and put a pin in that for a second, and then we'll address that few minutes at the end of the game here but for now i'm gonna say both uh august and um ugwe kind of rouse their eyes open and they push themselves up to all fours glance up at you guys watching over their unconscious forms making sure that they're protected and safe as they come yeah, back okay. to consciousness I'm, I'm so sorry I, I i didn't think you guys would go down like that you know we we killed the woman, but the guy got away, and um, I, I, we stayed here and watched over you the whole time. Insight check. Yeah. <laughs> Deception <laughs> versus insight check. Go ahead. I'm rolling insight too. Oh, uh, with my character change, I now have a plus six in insight. So you can go heck yourself. I have plus three, but whatever. We got plus five. It's not that super. Yeah, it doesn't matter because I rolled a 7 anyway. <laughs> I got a 17. Uh, 12. Ooh. Seems like he's full of shit. Uh, you're not sure if he was here the whole time while you're unconscious, or if he was protecting your life. Since That's I've been a... laying in water, I'm gonna check my bag and make sure the books weren't ruined. Oh no. You look in uh, your bag, and there are no books. Where are my books? Oh, guy took them. Uh, there is uh, no guy. That's gonna be another insight check. Another lied. insight check. Roll it up. I lied about me being here. I got a fucking six. That's a. Yeah, that's a ten. So I assume. It's... You see I, I, assume I, I assume that doesn't work. It's amazing. You're wondering why he can talk, but his teeth are still closed. <laughs> oh wait, what? He's talking through his teeth. Who rolled higher? <laughs> you did. I got a six. Okay. Where are my fucking books? Oh, I don't know. That's crazy. Where's my book too. Mm, I'll let it slide for now. I've learned a lot of cool new things. Uh, the god here has shown me the light. There was a. I guess he's actually shown me the black, but it's it's whatever. So where are my Even books? Doesn't seem too interested in oh, any your of books. this. Is I don't know where really those communicating. went. It's crazy. It's almost like if you try to. Do something about it. You could. I, I don't know. Just so you know, I can one shot all of you. I took guided bolt. I mean guided bolt. <laughs> oh, that's that's crazy. You, you should, you should, uh, you should try that. No, I won't. I have changed. Who realizes the error in his ways. So did you take the books? 
Uh, yeah, we needed to buy healing potions for you. Where's the healing potions then? Uh, take two out, give them to them. Thank you, thank you. I, I... Although I would have liked to be able to, uh, you know, to copy some of those spells down, but I, I, I suppose... Put, I, put, I put them both I into my uh, back pocket. No, I, I'd like to drink my potion no. so I'm not at fucking one health. Yeah, I gave I gave you one and him one. Yeah, how much does that heal? Um, they were expensive as fuck, so they should be. Good. Let's see, I believe those are regular, so if I'm not mistaken, it's 2d4 plus 2. How many healing potions did you give us each? I gave you one, and I gave him one. Oh, okay. I glugged that. I get uh, 2d4 plus 4, I believe. 2d4 plus 4? I got, oh, I got he said two wait. He said 2d8, I think. What am I rolling? Okay, so yeah, 2d4 plus 2 hit points. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm maxed out. Me too. Oh, I've oh, changed, wow. by the way. I now have a, a dark ethereal energy. I'll talk about it later. Never mind. Back from the grave. I have so, a question. Can I use uh, my ability now that we're in this room out of just fear from seeing those mites earlier? Can I use Eyes of the Grave and it lets me know of any undead within a 60-foot area? So you use Eyes of the Grave and you feel you're surrounded by pings in front of you, below you, to the side, right, left. They're all around you. But they're faint. You're not sure how close, how far. You know that, you know, 60 feet, maybe. Probably. Um, actually, let me count squares here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, so you're getting at least one pip to the southwest, and then another pip to the east. It is my goal to kill everything dead. I would like to head on that corner. Uh, real quick, what's your your AC is like seventeen now? My AC is still nineteen. I can still take a shield as a cleric. Wow. Still nineteen. Yeah, so as you total... take your first step with your newfound dark glow of determination, behind your group, a shadow falls over it. And you all turn and see a massive gentleman. A tall, unarmored brute with a great club and a scarred face towers above you all as he enters the room. He looks down at you with a massive caveman brow, and his brow furrows, and he says, What the hell are you doing out here? And then behind him, you see a flaming skull appear out from the shadows behind his back. And you see a glint of a knife raise up and plunge into his back, carving down into the muscles as his pain twists into his face. And with that, we're going to come back next week. Oh, I was going to say, All right. fucking guiding bolt him. Yeah, but you will get those bugs back again. I have no use for them. Uh, just steal so you from guys me again. Know, I'm just gonna. Uh, I probably shot. will, but I'm the, just gonna one-shot the... this new creature. Don't worry about it. Guys. Um, honestly. <laughs> no, honestly, Asher, you're gonna get those books back. I have no use for them, like in any way. If I was yeah. planning, I'm gonna talk to the guy before he got stabbed in the back. That's my new character sheet, Mr. DM. It, it threw me off because I've, I've like, I've, like my last DM list, like literally, like don't steal from each other. Like you, will, I know. It's, I know it's like a case-by-case -case system for like, oh, some DMs allow this, others allow like, oh, yeah, you can do whatever. But it's like, 
It, it just threw me off. Like, I've never been in a game where that's allowed. I'm sorry, man. I, I stole the books, the money we earned. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. But, like, still. Good, but I feel like D&D &D is point more out? freedom to the person. Everything has consequences. Can I point out how that uh, cleric is so OP at low levels, but they suck more as they get higher up? It's really weird. So do a direct. Salutations, fellow Americans. My name is Seth Slytherin, and I'm running for Congressional District 69, and I'm asking for your vote this Thursday. Some of you realize that, like me, global warming or climate change is a hoax perpetrated on the American populace. The temperatures of the planet is not rising and is not being remade to better suit the cold-blooded lizard folks. <laughs> so, if you want to make America great again, vote Seth Slytherin to ensure man's dominion engenders the burning of gasoline and coal so everything can continue to be the same forever and the greatest best they've ever been. Signing off, this is Seth Slytherin.